look Go ahead. Yo, this is Ace. This is Nick from the Lumberyard Recording, Recording, and you are listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. We <laughs> Fish and chips. Awesome. <laughs> Fish and chips. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 167 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business. Sam Matura. Closing off 2019 right. We're opening up 2020. Eh, depends how you look at it. But we know this is our this is our breakdown. Yeah, this is uh, going to be a huge episode for us as we record on January 2nd, 2020. Our first time recording in the new decade, the new year, as we said goodbye to 2019 in a fun way. Uh, what would you do for New Year's Eve? I kept, kept it low-key, just went to Buddy Nick's house, mm-hmm. didn't drink too much, was very super low-key, and I was in bed by 12.45. Yeah, samesies, except I wish I could say I was up that late. Mm. I just sat at home, we watched The Office. Oh, believe me, if I had it my way, I would have been in bed by 11. <laughs> that was about time when I, I woke up at 12, and that was only because the fireworks outside. Oh, damn. Yeah, they people were, were going nuts. They were going nuts. So uh, that's what I learned about Northeast Philly. Every Sunday, there's fireworks after the Eagles game, win or lose. And every holiday, so just kind of prepare. And we were petrified Alina was going to wake up, but she didn't. She slept through the night like well, a I was going to say, last week was a little different because that got us into the playoffs. So usually, every fucking Sunday. Usually, they're, I don't every usually hear Sunday. Every Sunday. But. Every Sunday. And I know exactly who it is because it's somebody on my street. So he's a good person, though. He's the guy who, at the uh, halftime, he runs out of his house and yells the score to everybody who doesn't. What a nice guy. Watch. Yeah, except it's winter and no one's outside. <laughs> Everyone's windows are closed. No one can hear them. Uh, you can go to We podcast we know things.com your one-stop shop for everything we podcast we know things links in the description of this episode wherever you're listening to it send us an email we podcast and we know things at gmail.com some psas for the day before we go down the agenda uh no cgc spotlight this week because we know it's going to be a huge episode uh we're doing our year-end awards show the we pod awards for 2019 and plus, I'm just running out of books. <laughs> like, Christ. Uh, plus, we are doing our full spoiler cast of The Rise of Skywalker, our full spoiler cast of The Mandalorian. So, like, and by the way, all the rest of the nerdy news. So, like, a ton of stuff this week, but none of it would be possible without our friends at Liquid Death. Sam, customary. I always uh, crack it open. I fresh, do mine baby. before the show. I do mine before the show. Sam cracks it during. It's Liquid Death Mountain Water in a can. Murder your thirst at liquiddeath.com. You can sell your soul for a free case. And no, we're not kidding around. I mean, I haven't sold my soul to them because thankfully we have a nice, you know, a little sponsorship going on. So if you feel the need to give up your soul, they will send you a case of 12 tall boys. And it's uh, delicious Austrian mountain water. Again, liquiddeath.com. Murder your thirst at liquiddeath.com. And also, their, uh, I guess their home base is a spits away from where I work. Yeah, that's cool. So I saw the address. I was like, oh, they're that close. <laughs> we got trivia for you tonight. It's seven and a half for me, four for Sam. I think that's two weeks in a row. Uh, you've gotten trivia at least maybe two out of the last three. Uh, then we have our WePod Awards where we crown our top three movies of the year, our top three TV shows, our top three games, our top three albums, and our top three worst and that's for each of us. So we're going to be throwing around a lot of awards today to kick the show off. Our 2020 wish list, which is arguably like so much fun because we look back on the last years. We do check-ins during the year. And it's just what we'd want to see happen in 2020. Then, like I said, spoiler cast for Rise of Skywalker, then Mandalorian. And then our customary movies, TV, gaming section, our picks of the week. And then we will get on out of here. But I want to thank, real quick before we start, 
the few people that have left us reviews on iTunes and or CastBox over the last week, we kind of shot up uh, from 34 to 37 out of nowhere, and then we've kind of put out there, hey, thanks for everything, and we got another person saying they left us one. Yeah, so. uh, so Ruby back came, shot me uh, DM, she screenshot it, and I was super nice. We greatly appreciate that. Yeah. You guys are the best. Yeah, so again, uh, if you could just take a few moments of your time. Uh, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, go to CastBox, wherever you listen to this, and just leave us a comment, a rating, a review. We love the written review. That's yes. what helps really get the visibility of the show out there. Um, algorithms be damned. And, uh, you know, we'll take the the just the rating, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on the show, what you like, what you don't, what we could do better on, and what you want to keep hearing. Or, you know, moving favorite forward. segments, something yeah. that you wish we could do, or, you know, anything. We'd love to hear from you, and you could do that on social media as well, but obviously the... Uh, the algorithms on the reviews would be better, but yeah. you can shoot us a DM or tweet us or whatever you want at Greg talks a lot on Twitter for me at Samuel Matoro on Twitter for Sam. Let's not waste any more time because we've already predicted this episode is going to probably be in the two hour range, maybe more. So we want to keep the train moving forward. Sam, it is trivia seven and a half for me four for you in a race to 11 win by two. Okay. I'll start us off. What is the highest level a player can reach in Pac-Man? The original Pac-Man, like the arcade version of Pac-Man. Yeah. The I mean, it's called the kill screen. That's what. That's technically the answer. Is the kill screen? You can. But keep there, going. No, no, but no. There's a level, but there's a glitch that won't let you get past this exact level. Ninety-nine. Two fifty-six. They said after you get all the points, you get to get to 256. You have to get every single apple and can't die from 1 to 255. Then you get to 266 or to 256, and then there's a glitch in the system where you can't go any further. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So for you, which Avengers movie had the biggest production budget? Just talking production, not key, not counting marketing. I'd give you the answers, but there's no. only four. No, like, I'm trying to think. The, the total budget? Yep, this is unadjusted for inflation. This is just flat out which movie had the highest budget. I would, I would say Endgame. Okay, you'd be wrong. That's why I asked you that question. Yeah. How crazy is that? The highest Infinity? production? No, Age of Ultron. Would you believe it? No. The craziest thing, production budget, the highest. I think it was 265 where Endgame was 256. Now you have to huh. add marketing in there and Endgame passes it. That's crazy. Production budget. What the fuck did Whedon put into it? Uh... Ultron was all CG. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Endgame, everybody I think was the in that. I think the locations were all CG, but you're paying character actors as opposed to just making CG. I don't know which one's goddamn it, more expensive. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. And this is unadjusted for inflation, too. When you adjust for inflation, and Age of Ultron's even higher. It's, I mean, it was only 2013, 2014. Yeah, it just doesn't even make sense. So it's sense. not that much inflation. But how crazy is that? I had, When I saw that, I had to ask. Yeah, my dude, original, I, I had to say Endgame. No matter what, I had to say Endgame. And that's why I figured. And I, my original question was Star Wars. And I, the problem with that is there's two mo- movies that are tied at the top of the list. So I couldn't okay, ask the question. Okay. So I was like, what other big budget movie can I? Yeah. I like this question. Yeah. So I just typed in Avengers. And I went to three different places just, just to confirm. confirm. Hmm. So I trust you. That's crazy. But uh, without... Any further ado, our favorite episode of the year. I love this. Like some can say E3 predictions, some can say 
uh, interviews. This is my happy place when we do this. It's almost like I ordered two bottles of a little bit of the bubble from Chris Jericho and Knocking Point Wines that's shipped. It'll be here next Thursday. Can't wait. And th- there's this is like, I don't know, these lists, like it's like the more I, if I like the more I sat there, I'd go on double guessing myself. Like I, I'd be flip flopping, I'd be changing. And yeah, dude, I, well, this is, so this is why I keep track of everything I watch during the year yeah. and I rotate my ratings during the year. And that way when it's this was easy for me except for movies that was difficult and really just number three um and maybe the placement if two or three should be flip-flopped or not but it was i had my number one from the second i i thought of it or saw it that was like this is fucking up there with one of my favorite movies ever so uh i got that but we're gonna do movies tv games albums and then our top three worst not of each category combined top three worst of everything of the year so one two three four five fifteen thirty you're about to hear 30 things that we well really 24 things we loved and six things we were not fans of this well last year in 2019 sam let's start with the movies okay kick us off with your top three movies of the year you go three then i'll go three then two two i would always do tough list man i didn't see as many movies as i wanted to obviously we'll make a list of kind of the movies that we both didn't see but was on a lot of people's you know best of list but my number three i went with el camino yeah i thought that was a great film i I thought obviously it was written directed produced by uh, vince gilligan uh, I thought uh, Jesse's story kind of putting that like a nice, well, not a nice bow because it'd be a bloody bow. But I, I just thought it, every, everything just is worked. I, I remember just kind of sitting there kind of on the edge of my seat and just, just loving it. I don't know if I, it was probably, you didn't all think loved it as much as I did, but still a good film. I loved it so much. And then I watched it again with Ash and I loved it. And then I just, I, I love the movie. I just think it's inconsequential. Like we didn't need it. But I'm happy we got it. Okay. So it didn't make my list. My number three, though, is a Netflix exclusive film. And that is a film I just watched about a week or two yeah, ago. And that's I, Marriage Story. I knew, dude, I knew it was on there. Yeah. I knew that. No, it was, no, no, no fucking surprise. It was so good. Uh, we talked about it in last week's episode. So if you want my full rundown of my thoughts, go back to episode 166. And you can hear my thoughts on Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson in the uh, – not indie film, but not AAA big budget film. Uh, marriage story about two people going through a divorce and what that's like on your family, on your children, on your uh, work, on your mental state. So it was just a fascinating look into that. It was very real to me, very raw, and excellent performances from both Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. One over two, I went with Joker. Obviously. I, oh, shit. I meant to say. I also predicted Sam's top three in order. When we're done, I'll give you my okay, top three. That's for fine. You. Two, I went. I went with Joker. Um, letting it sit on me. I don't think it's a movie that I don't think that I could keep rewatching over and over. I think that could be a movie that you know I may not see it again for a little while. You kind of I don't. know, You got to be kind of prepared to see that film. It kind of takes you to a, a dark place. But I, I thought Joaquin was just brilliant. I, I think he he deserves so much credit for this. Obviously, Todd Phillips does for believing in this prod project and convincing them what for three years he said to get him to do this film and i just i you know two hour movie it may not be the traditional joker that we know and love don't get me wrong heath ledger's still the goat but i i really think joaquin did a fantastic job yeah i saw it twice and i felt like the second time was like yeah kind of you're right i think a little bit more space between Mm -hmm. viewings would have been nice uh and then the other day in my youtube rabbit hole somebody uploaded an hd version of the final scene with him on the game show so i had or the talk show so i had to watch that again because 
I wanted to see how just fucked up it was and if I could connect some dots that I actually did, which I appreciated. Uh, but not on my list. My number two is a movie I saw all the way back in February, and it's tough when you come up with like lists for the year. That's why I like doing a running list for the year because it's tough to like remember how much you love something in January, February. Oh no, I had to look up movies that came out in 2019 in the United States that, and I scrolled the list. That's why I think like Resident Evil 2 Remake didn't get all the love it should have for Game of the Year contention in a lot of places because it came out in January. January yeah. uh, my number two, The Story of Paige, Fighting with My Family. Yeah, uh, I was on a lot of people's worst films list. I know. Really? Yeah. Um, I can yeah. S- Listen, I can yeah. see why because if you're a diehard wrestling fan, you either love it or hate it. I don't think there's yeah. any in between because it does skip over some things that there's some inconsistencies in the story, um, such as her time in NXT and how impactful it actually was. They make her seem like her time in NXT was all bad, but in reality, she was a women's champion, okay. I think even two-time maybe, um, but she was one of the most glorified NXT superstars ever. Yeah. So it kind of like skipped all over that, plus the sex tape thing. Yeah. Uh, it didn't touch that, which I don't. I wouldn't have either. Of course. Um, and they like kind of sensationalized it, but it was just fucking fun. Yeah. And, and as a lover of wrestling, it was just fucking fun. And when I go to a movie sometimes i just want to have fun and that's where my number one is the movie that brought me the most joy which i'm i know you guessed it was john wick three parabellum just a movie that i left in the theater just like so freaking happy like i absolutely love this world people it's oh it's so fake it's crazy it's like okay then don't fucking watch it you know what i mean like i i i enjoyed this john this john wick story they had me since the freaking first one when i didn't expect anything and it completely yeah. blew me away i love that movie the still, third one kind of expanded on it and got more of his backstory and just you know, him kicking ass, getting introduced to Halle Berry, meeting the Elder, and all that kind of stuff. And Ian McShane just rocks those. Movies my boy Ian McShane doing a little twist at the end, but I, I thought it was fantastic, and and I I can't wait for John Wick Four. Uh, I told you before, I say it again. I would have loved that movie a lot if I didn't watch all three of them in a three month span. Yeah. It was just a lot of John Wick, yeah. a lot of predictable stuff happening. And I loved the first one, liked the second one, didn't care for the third one. And I think if I like spaced no, out those watches again, because no, there's sometimes really where like you it. need that you need that build up for a movie. You need yeah. to wait, you know, like absolutely. I mean, like right. maybe Avatar. Maybe there's a method to James Cameron's madness to wait 15 years after to, for the next one. I don't know, but for <laughs> yeah. John Wick, I, I thought you definitely need the space. Uh, my number one, as a lot of people know, I'm just a lover. A lover of the music films. My favorite two films of all time are wow. That Thing You Do and Hearts Beat Loud. And when I saw this film, I was immediately attached to it. Good. Um, I, I thought you were going to say the other the other crap one they took off the Beatles. Thank God it's this one. Which one? The one that the guy sings all the – everyone forgets the Beatles songs. Yeah, it's called Yesterday, and that yeah. is my number one. And another movie that's on everyone's worst what – was, What was your – what did you think I was thinking of? The, uh – Hearts Beat Loud. Oh, oh, that was last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, Two of your year. movies, back to back. Yeah, uh, that was last year, my movie of the year. And uh, yesterday was such a good film. Wow. And here's, there. there's a part that I hated, 100% hated. And that's because I don't like Ed Sheeran. He's oh, like, well, you can tell me, I'll never see this movie. He's ever. like a big ever. part of the movie, Oof. Ed Sheeran, and I don't care for him. But I love the story. I just love that. I love the Beatles so, so much. And um, I, without giving away spoilers... There are more things than just the Beatles that don't exist. Did I think it was like weird what happened and there wasn't a great explanation? Yup. But yeah. again, I love films about I, I music. I heard the guy's explanation of the movie. I said, I'm not seeing this piece of shit. I love movies <laughs> no, about I'm music. I loved his performance, the main character's performance, and I loved was he, um, was he a name? the well, originality name? of it. Was there a name? Was he in anything? I can't remember. When yeah. I looked him up, I don't think I saw him. We, I didn't recognize him from face. Yeah. And I, when I like... I don't think of any project he was in in the past, but 
Um, I love the idea that this was a new premise, man, and all the fucking things in the world where we're getting reboots and remakes and sequels. It was new, and I appreciate that. All three of the films on my list I this just year. can't wrap my head around we forget about the Beatles as yeah, a world. But we have to remember this. Oh. Both you and I always say, don't give a fuck about what the critics say. Go Not, see the movies for yourself. You're right, but again, it's just that I didn't like... You have to at least entice me. Yeah. Are it you did, a Beatles it, guy? It, I love the Beatles, but uh, that, you that premise you did yourself. nothing to me. You owe, you owe it to yourself. If to anything, I it. thought that was an insult to the Beatles. <laughs> if I was Paul McCartney, I would take that as disrespect. Uh, I had your list, Endgame, John Wick 3, Joker. Mm. That's what I had your list. Endgame was probably four. I was Because I was dancing between that and I even made a list. I put... Same. Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You saw it? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I it was one of the movies I I didn't get to see all of. Like when you think of the Irishman, I only got halfway through. I saw it, but nah. When I think of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I got about a third of the way through. So I, I didn't want to count yeah. those. And then uh, Knives Out, neither one of us yeah, saw. I heard it was fantastic. And probably would have been on my yeah. list, maybe high up on my list. Uh, but like, it was tough, man. Almost all year, I had Spider Man on my list. Almost all year, I loved. That Far wasn't from even home. a thought. Yeah, Not I loved Far From Home, and then. I just it was just another superhero movie and I'm just kind of tired of them in a huge way. I, I don't even consider the Joker movie I have a superhero movie so I mean, I don't, none of it's I don't really think that's a superhero, superhero movie. At all. I think that's a commentary on just a fucking psychological thing. I don't think that's a yeah, superhero yeah. movie. Just cuz it takes place in the universe doesn't make it a superhero movie. I, I I will tell you with all the bias aside I never once thought about Detective Pikachu. No. <laughs> I'm just same, letting you know. Same. Same. <laughs> I'm just letting you know and if I could count uh Documentaries. There would have been a documentary on yeah, my list sure. if I if we counted documentaries, but we didn't. Uh, same. Let's move on to television. Okay, where did I put this one? Television. Oh, dude, and again, this I do. I wrote something all down, crossed it all out, and just wrote this one here. My number three. I went with Stranger Things season three. Good for you. I, I thought it was fantastic. I, it was my favorite of the season. Um, I, I just thought, you know, obviously. Hopper and dealing with kind of the relationship of Eleven and Mike, kind of him trying to balance Be a dad that role, and, yeah. and it, which was it, it's tough being kids and kind of obviously um, Steve's and uh, it was it Dustin's relationship, their They're handshake. Great. They are plus like, Robin. She she has well, she a great dynamic. She was a, a great. They are a great little tripod. They are, yeah. and I, I can't wait for more of it. Even um, uh, what's his face's little sister. Added a nice oh, yeah, she was dynamic good. Too. Uh, uh, Billy Dacry Montgomery, he was great. He was great. He was freaking great. Uh, that whole thing he's doing with you know when he gets possessed and and then the whole mall thing at the end, I, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, my number three was a show that like when I first saw it, it came out of nowhere for a lot of people. It came out of nowhere for myself. When I first saw it, I watched the pilot and immediately was like, everyone's got to watch this. And then over the eight episodes, I was like waiting for it to fall, waiting for it to fall, and it never did. I was very fucking conflicted at a scene where a man gets fingered in the gills, yeah. and that was the boys. Yeah. I Fan- love fantastic the boys. Show. It was uh, it wasn't Marvel, it wasn't DC, so it's like characters you don't know, but are clear not ripoffs, but like inspirations, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but from these other characters. It was funny. It was dark. It was twisted. It was violent. It was everything I wanted in a superhero show, but. Real, like I felt like much like I felt when I first watched The Walking Dead season one, where I said if there was a zombie apocalypse, I could see this happening. Yeah. If there were superheroes in real life, I could totally see them with this corporate, money grubbing background. Yeah. And I loved it so much, and it ended on a really good cliffhanger into season yep. two, and I'm looking forward to that. So my my stuff in TV, it's funny. I got one from Netflix, one from Amazon, and one from Disney. My number two is The Boys. 
a show that I legit forgot. I changed. Now we all know you're number one. Yeah. I, well, come on. I If you listen to the podcast, I think you understand our hype. And yeah. Again, I think it's another reason why maybe the boys kind of sunk down is it's been a while since I've seen it. Right. My hype for kind of. You know, maybe August. D- dive, you know, it, it slowed down. Now, the Mandalorian's fresh, so to me, it's my favorite show. Right. My, I had number two is Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, I can't cut Stranger Things Season 3 for three. Cause it's, it's just a tough dynamic. So I had to just cancel that out. And the, the boys, everything you said between the cast, Carl Urban, Homelander, played by Anthony Starr, which I, I still freaking love, by Banshee. Great underrated show that was on FX. And I'm I thought ready. it was on Stars. Mm-mm. Wow, FX. yeah. So I, I am so ready for for season two. Like you said, the cliffhanger was great. I love the entire cast. Let's go. <clears throat> My number two was Chernobyl. Yep. It was fantastic. It I, was, I didn't even finish it, and I, I could be like, yeah, I could see that. It was fucking amazing. Yep. Very, very few shows stick with me for longer than like a week until I watch the next thing. Yeah. This thing is still sitting with me. Like episode one, three, and five are literally what I think about for about 20 minutes a day. Yeah. I just think about it yeah. because it was amazingly gripping. Four was fucked. And I was saying, all the episodes, I only saw episode one, and I'm like, yeah. I thought you right. saw two as well. I saw, I saw, but you didn't say two. You said one, three, and five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, all the episodes. I, I, only mean, saw, I only saw one. Gotcha. And four was fucked up, and I was like, nah, I'll probably fast forward through this one part ever again because I was fucked up. It was rough. But I, it was real. Yeah. So, like... Holy shit, what a show. HBO, five-episode miniseries. You can't go wrong. I just watched it. So I, I tried, like I said, I tried, 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 tried to ditch the recency bias. Um, again, I keep a list all year of the shit I watch. And like you, I had other things on my list. I had to keep The Mandalorian off. How insane that's, that's is that? That's, that's tough. That was arguably the toughest decision I made in my entire list of all five mediums. It was hard to keep the Mandalorian off the list, but I did my number two, Chernobyl, on HBO. Well, it was easy for me because Mandalorian was my number one. Uh, this show, I think from the first episode, I, I think I even said on the podcast that it, I think, instantly became my favorite thing. The best thing piece from, of Star Wars content. My favorite thing from Star Wars. That from, holds true now that the season's over. We'll talk about it later in the show. It is yeah. the best piece of Star like, Wars content. I mean, obviously. All maybe the, all, since like episode five and six, maybe, but maybe some, Obviously, the original Star Wars people, they, they'll never agree to that because they grew up with the 70s stuff, which, hey, which is fine. But I, I absolutely loved this. I thought the cast was great. The twist at the end of episode one, I did not see see coming. The, the, thank God I avoided. What a cultural phenomenon that is, eh? Yeah, thank God. It, it's on everyday meme you see now. Yeah. Between it's getting all, a little uh, It's getting much. a little old. Don't get me wrong. It's getting a little much. Everything's baby. And we succumb to that, too. There's like five or six baby Yoda memes on our Instagram as we speak. Yeah, so I can't really. Baby Yoda Rita, hilarious. But, like, I, I mean, get it. It's getting From old. the whole series, just to see Pedro Pascal's face one time, Carl Weathers is great. Herzog's great. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Even Bill Burr. Clancy Brown. Like Taika Waititi's droid. Voice. And then, of course, uh, was it Giancarlo Esposito? Esposito. Fantastic. This show, eight episodes. Do you say, what's her face? Gina Carano, too. Gina Carano. She she was actually pretty good, too. Glad that uh, that happened at the end. So I don't want to make a spoiler there. We'll talk about yeah. it later. We'll talk about so, it. So again, I, if you if you have Disney Plus and and you didn't see Mandalorian, you're living on living under a rock. They're already halfway done shooting season two, so don't cancel Disney just yet. Just stick with it. Go back and watch the old hilariously stuff. Hilariously enough, hilariously enough, uh, people are supposedly I don't even believe it. People are supposedly canceling their Disney Plus accounts because the show's over. I personally think that is part of the reason why they did what they did. The other day with something we'll talk about oh, in this yeah, TV they section. Oh, that something's coming. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what they did because there's really nothing on the slate. No, there's not. There's nothing. And, and that was that was the one thing I was going to bring up. I was like, what is 
Disney's next thing they're dropping. I couldn't tell you. I think it's going to be that, and yeah. it's also I think season two. <laughs> I think I saw um, Fal- uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the first piece of original. Other that, I mean, oh, there is that movie Togo, which I didn't get a right. chance to see. I still have to see that, which right. could could have been my movie of the year. I do like reviews <laughs> on are great. Reviews on I, like I, I bet. Think, I think it's like ninety percent. Willem Dafoe, phenomenal. I heard it was great. Uh, my number one is Stranger Things season oh. three. I okay. loved it, and I'm. Yep. It, it renewed my faith in the series. And I think, like, that's what made me most excited and happy for four is two I still think was really good. Sans episode seven. Episode seven, I go one through six and then watch eight. I, I don't have to ever maybe end nine. I don't have to watch it again. But in terms of wrapping up a cohesive story in an eight-episode arc, I don't think they skipped a beat. I don't think anything was rushed. I think the story was told very nicely. Here's the one downfall of... Um, Stranger Things is like in season three, knowing it's not the final season, the ending can be pretty predictable. Like, you know that the mind flayer, you can kind of get an idea of how it's going to end, but it's the way that a, that it ended B the sacrifices that were made by certain characters and C the twist at the end of this one person where they could be. So like all of that tied together was just a phenomenal piece of television. Millie Bobby Brown is... And it, w- w- was it your favorite season of Stranger Things? Yes, okay. it, it did beat season one. So uh, Millie Bobby Brown's a fucking superstar. Oh, she's, oh, she's, she's going to blow up. She is a superstar yeah. on a rise. She made, I think I heard, 350K an episode. Um, at 16 years old, she made 3 million just on that one season. She's set. So, like, <laughs> she's good. She can't drive a car. She can't sip alcohol in most countries. But she's got more money than we'll ever see in our entire lives before she turns 16. <laughs> yep. So, like... Like, good for you her. She's killing the yeah. game. But uh, unbelievable show. Here's what I had for you, which I think will surprise you. Um, for you, I had your number three being... Swamp Thing? The Boys. Okay. Number two. So I nailed that one. No, well, Boys I put two. Two. Okay. What was three again? Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Two, I had The Mandalorian. And okay. one, I had Swamp Thing. Yeah, Swamp Thing. The dude. way you talked about that dude, show... It was, dude, it was number two on my list. And yeah. then I was I, I can't cut out Stranger Things season three. Yeah. I, I forgot about The Boys. So Swamp Thing is my four. I, if I had to pick, it was... Because it was... You could clearly see Swamp Thing, DC Universe. I wrote it all down. And, you, then had, like, and you, had, you even had two seasons of Titans to pick from. They both debuted in 19. One was January and one was yeah. later in the year. So I was like, okay, could he go there? Could he go Doom Patrol? Probably not. 15 episodes was a lot yeah, for that show. it was a long season. Um, for me, like, it was tough. Um, Umbrella Academy didn't do it for me. Um, but Crashing Season 3, The Mandalorian, and Sex Education were the three shows that I was like, eh, I want to, but, like, I can't yeah. bop any yeah. of and, the, and Dude, and that's why Swamp Thing I had across stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. it's got to happen. Let's go into our video games of the year. Okay. And, and guys, my, my video games, we all know that I'm not the huge gamer. I only, I only actually beat one game this year. So if you listen to podcasts, you already know my number one. But my number three, I went Dragon Ball Fighter Z. These, these are the three games I expect Greg to know because I believe, I think I only bought four games all year, if I'm not mistaken. But I had a blast playing it. It was cool just kind of getting new combos, playing different characters, finding, you know, different kind of, you know, just fighting styles, how to get to use, to, you know, get to, like, know their attacks, get to use their finisher. And I, I thought it was fun just, you know, bringing back the, the memories from DBZ. Yeah, the only reason I didn't have it on there because that came out last year. Did it? January of last year. It is almost two years old. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I did not have that. I can assure you, my friend, that I did not have that. Okay, on. then if that wasn't there, then the other one I had was the new Super Mario Brothers for, for Switch. Which one? The one that came out for Switch in 19, the remake. 
Oh, of um, yeah. New Super Mario Bros. U and Deluxe. Only, yeah, because I we used to stream that game. Yeah, because someone, I thought someone said this game came out in 19, like January. No, it hit the Switch late, but it didn't hit. It the, didn't hit this. Uh, okay, because that's, that's why I changed it to a freaking sticky note, because I was like, oh, shit. So, but if not, I did pick Super I Mario I had your Brothers. number three, actually, at Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I know you played mm, it. Nah, I, I did play it, but nah. I, I, I couldn't play. think of three games you played. Uh, I nailed your two in your one. Oh, of course, 100%. I, I nailed that. They're, but, they're easy. But for Super, I know we played here for a while, and I played at Machi's a lot, too. Yeah. So, I was like, we, well, that, we that played it on game. Wii U in 2017. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was, man, that was not when I started one. my streaming career. This didn't do anything. It just added a Switch version, or uh, up the graphics a little bit on Switch, and then it um, added... New Luigi U is included, which was included in my Wii U version. And then there was a Toadette Bowser Peach. Yeah, it was the new, the new character. Some, yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was Toadette. a character. Yeah, that made I, I legit easy. wrote it. New character, Toadette. Yeah, it yeah. made the game like easy. And then you could turn into like Bowserette or some shit. Uh, my number three, and this was so fucking hard. I had it all year. since the, Well, not all year. Since the time I played it to, I don't know, two days ago, I had it as my number three. And then I... Over to like the last couple days since I've been off from work, I played this this game a little bit more and dove a little deeper into the mansion. Luigi's Mansion Three. Man, it was hard to keep uh, a couple more games off my list, which we'll say we'll talk about in a second. But Luigi's Mansion Three is just fun. It takes the mechanics from Luigi's Mansion from the GameCube and fucking perfects them. It is in a haunted hotel, floor after floor after floor that are different. Uh, hidden secrets everywhere. Tough boss battles. It's not just some walkthrough of a game. It's really difficult. Um, the one, the one thing I don't love about it is sometimes the controls can be a little backwards depending on how Luigi's positioned on the screen. But other than that, it's got a gameplay hook I loved. It's got a story I enjoy, characters that are heartwarming, and like you see a little ghost dog and you're like, fucking cute as shit. I loved it. But suck him up. <laughs> fun. It's your dog. Oh yeah. yeah it's, it's your companion. Uh, really fun game. My number three, Luigi's Mansion Three. My number two, I went with Crash Team Racing, Nitro yep. Fuel. Gotcha. Obviously, the only game, the second game I played the most. Um, kind of, it brought me back like this, the old school. Just, I remember playing on PlayStation, old school. Just the up the graphics. I mean, I, it, I, it looks gorgeous, it, It's man. It's a beautiful game. Holy it's shit. tough as shit. Like, don't, I wouldn't even consider it like a remake. Like, it, to me, feels dude, like it, a new it, game. It looks like a new game. It's so good. All the characters there are tiny, the kangaroo, Coco. You can play as everybody, just... Be prepared. I, I'm it's always, not easy. I'm always what's his what's his name? Oh, God, the villain with the N on his head. What the hell's his name? Vortex. Oh, Cor- Cortex. Oh, Cor- Cortex. I fucking love that. I play as him only. I mean, like, what a great racer. Yep, he's there too. Um, but super tough game. And ju- just like if you played yeah. the, the three trilogies they made, yeah, hard. The, the insane trilogy. This is just as hard. I, my but little fun. my little nephew got a switch for Christmas, and my um, brother in law Jay said, "Hey, can I borrow some games for him?" Or no, he was saying I want to buy these games. I said, don't buy them. Just I, I have. Yeah. <laughs> I, chances save, are save the money. Save yeah. the money. Let me. So like I, I lent him Crash Insane Trilogy. I nice. lent him Mario Kart, and I lent him Mario Party. And it's been about two weeks now, and I was going over my old speed runs today, and I was like, holy shit! Like I miss this game, and I haven't played Mario Kart in forever. So I went downstairs. And I'm looking through my games, and I was like, honey, have you seen Mario Kart? And she's like, no. I was like. I lent it to Jay. Of course, the first time in two years I want to play that fucking game. So I played a little Crash just to get to racing. Uh, I was going to say, he would have gotten an immediate text. Yo, man, you have two weeks is up. I need it. <laughs> I told him you could take it for a few months. I'm uh, pissed. Uh. <laughs> it's for my seven-year-old nephew. Like, you know, got to love him. Uh, my number two um, was fighting a little bit to where this one should fall. And uh, it's it was one of the games where... Really frustrating at points. The controls can be really wonky. It can be pretty glitchy. Um, and I don't like the lead character 
a, a ton, but I love the world. I love the story. And when it does work, it works damn fine. It does everything Uncharted does, but not as good. But I loved it. Star Wars Jedi Fallen wow. Order. Wow. Damn, number two. It was really good. If Cameron Monaghan wasn't the main and it was just some random guy, I'd have liked it a little bit better. Um, it can be broken sometimes and glitchy. That's a little weird. Sometimes it can be tough to, to know where to go. It, it was a little glitchy from what I played. Yeah, it wasn't. It, I, and if I really wanted to stick with it, I would have changed the controls all around. Yeah. I didn't like how they were set up at all. Um, Jump and, and... And you held L2. I Really weird it. for me. Really weird for I, me. Honestly, I think that's one why I gave up. I was I don't like the controls. I don't feel like... And that's fine. I'm good. And that's totally fine. Yeah. This game's, like I said, not for everybody. Um, I think it was like one of those things where once I get used to it, I'm fine. It's the only game I'm playing on PlayStation right now, so it's not like I have to like wipe my memory of other controls. Yeah. Um, it doesn't do jumping and climbing quite as well as Uncharted. It doesn't do story quite as well as uh, The Last of Us, and it doesn't do um, hunting and exploration quite as well as Tomb Raider, but it does all three of those things really well, and when it works, it works really well. I think sometimes, again, it's a, it's non-linear. Even though it presents itself as a linear game, you can actually go other places in, on your planets. That can be a little weird sometimes of like kind of knowing where to go. Some missions can feel a little long, but of the... 17 18 hours i've put in i'm almost i'm like probably two-thirds of the way through i've really enjoyed it I, yeah. i'm really happy with uh with what i've gotten and um i'm looking forward to playing it more tonight you said once this podcast is over the flyers are on a 10 so if i'm still awake at 12 30 then i'll play oh, that. I well gonna, i ain't gonna be no surprise to you but devil may cry 5 um the only game i beat this year and it's a damn good one it's on xbox game pass if you have it play it for free it's probably my favorite, if not one of my favorite, you know, hack and slash adventure games. They, they is kinda... five your favorite of the series? Maybe <sighs> is, has it kind of taken the mantle for you? If Sam is a diehard Devil May Cry guy, so I mean, he is it, the guy it's to been, to it's been a while since I went back and played the first one. Any mm-hmm. even for the remastered PS3, which I do have, it's just been a while. Like that's always been, I always considered that the hardest game, but I don't know if I would consider it my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm th- your favorite, clearly, the DMC remake, just DMC. Well, yeah, that, that's that obviously not. It's not there. It's not two. Uh, One, three, three, five. It's so, coming so, in contention. You know, I guess it all depends on my movie. It's like, do I want to fully play as Dante or do I want right. to mix Nero in there? Because uh-huh. it's Johnny on Bosch is playing Nero, and I liked him. I think four, he was introduced in four. Um, in Finian 5, you get Trish back, Lady comes back, just to get all the characters back again. Like, you haven't seen Trish in a minute. Yeah. So I was like, did they break up? Like, so <laughs> so it, was, it was just cool to get back, get back, get back to the game, get back to the roots. Yeah. And it was just good to see that everyone else freaking also loved this game. Um, Give us a won, six one. Won guys. the Game Awards Best Action Game, I yeah, think. Yeah, it, it did. Best Action Game. My number one um, was tough, uh, but I love the series, and it's no shock. Borderlands three. Oh, no, okay. I'm just kidding. It's Pokemon. Uh, I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I was, I in my head, I was like, it's got to be Pokemon. No it's matter Pokemon what. Shield. Uh, I, I didn't play Sword. I started it for like a minute. By the way, I got Ashley to play Pokemon. She played Let's Go Eevee for like an hour and a half. Take it. She's got a badge. Hey. Like, she got her first badge in Pokemon. Even she was, she was like, I don't want to battle ever. I was like, you're battling. I want to call her Ash Ketchum for now on. Dude, that's why she named herself Ash. And I was like, did you do that for Ketchum? Yeah. You have to. She's also the girl character. So I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah. I like that. Your name works real well in Pokemon. But we got done. And I said, thank you so much for playing that. I've, I've been asking you for months. Like, I love you. Thanks. And she goes, I want the bigger Pokemon. So I was like, anytime yeah, yeah. you want i like let's yeah. fucking play but with shield uh she's not there yet i started her off the let's go but shield to me 
again, it's got flaws, man. Like, do I think 400 is low? I do. Do I think it could have been better served with 600? I do. Um, even the full decks would have been wonderful. I'd still be playing it every single day for hours if I did, but I beat it in less than 24 hours, about 2350. Um, I loved every second of it. I loved, 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 loved the new Pokemon, loved, loved, loved the new badges, loved all of that stuff. It was excellent. Almost every single design of the new Pokemon got me in my feels. Almost every single gym was memorable. The story wasn't great, but I think the journey leading to the end was wonderful. The legendaries are growing on me, um, although not my favorite. And and I'm just at a point where I can definitively say, like, it's, it's my top three gens. One, yeah. one, It's four, one, and eight. I, I loved it. I mean, I, I the only games I knew... It was Pokemon. I figured it might be Luigi's too, so I was like, "All right." That's it good. was, dude. I, I, say I know it. you played so many games. There was only I could only guarantee Pokemon and assume Luigi. Crackdown three was a no. Gears five was good, but I won't yeah, say it, it was, was great. Yeah. It wasn't ever in consideration. Mario Maker two was strong, but it didn't last. Yeah. I played it like shit for th- two months, and then in August, I was like. I'm in done. August, I was like, yeah. "I'm done." They re- they released that patch recently that introduced Link, and you can play as Link, which was like breathed a whole bunch of new life into it. But it was a little too late because by then I was playing all these other yeah, games. Yeah, you're, you're too much. Um, for a while, I said my game of the year, and it's off my list after all of it. Legend of Zelda, um, Link Link to the Past, not Link to the Past. I'm sorry, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening didn't make my list. Wow. And at one point, that was my game of the yeah. year. But that was before Luigi's Mansion came out. That was before Star Wars came yeah, out. Before, before the last Pokemon. two months of the year, it was before yeah. all three of my yeah. games that won eventually ca- came out. So, like, just the end of the year was so strong. I, and I also wonder if too, it's like it came out like earlier in the year. It just you haven't played it in a minute, so it kind of it waned. I try to get rid of my recency you know? bias, though. That's again another reason why I and keep it's a running tough, tally. Though. It's tough. It's, it's not. I mean, fighting with my family was my number two, and it came out in Feb. Like, uh, yeah, but you're just a diehard wrestling fan. U- Ukulele and the Impossible Layer was really strong in a consideration. So all these games didn't quite make the list. If I had to choose a four, probably would be Borderlands, and maybe five was Legend of Zelda. But again, Ukulele, great. This was overall. Just a great year for gaming. Yeah. I had Call of Duty, Crash Team Racing, and Devil May Cry 5 for you. Clearly got number three wrong um, as it was Mario Deluxe U. For, I'm sorry, Mario U Deluxe yeah. for you. Let's move in to a tough one, but maybe only for uh, number three for me, uh, albums. Uh, that was It was actually pretty easy for me. I, I actually, I think I finished this one first. Uh, my number three, I went with I Prevail. Their second album, Trauma, came out. I actually just got to see them live uh, maybe two months ago. They opened up for a day to remember. Oh, nice! So their second—if you remember their first album—they were the people that covered um, with one of Taylor Swift songs. That's kind of how they kind of got popular off that cover. Their first album was, was good. Second album was like a way more screaming. Like we kind of sh- like shocked me. I think they only had like one kind of soft song. And then when I saw them live, expecting to hear like you know one of their hits from the first CD. Nope, they played everything from the second record. And it was all loud and rocking. And I was like, huh. I've ever made a new turn, and, and, and I really appreciate it, and I like where they were going. Favorite songs off it, I would probably say Breaking Down, Paranoid, and maybe Let Me said, let me Be Sad. Let Me Be Sad. They're probably my top three off the record. I want to hear you sad. No, that's that's another <laughs> band, but let me, listen, let me, let, let me be sad. The record came out in March. You want to talk about things that 
the March 29th, that record came out. So, like, clearly you took your recency bias out. I applaud you for yeah, that. It's not just well, about and, the latest you know, thing you that listened to. And, and I saw them live two months ago. Yeah. So, um, my number three, this was tough for me. I had three in there, and I was like, Ugh. and then I had one that I thought was going to be my number three or two, and it turned out to be on my almost on my worst list. Um, but anyways, my number three is Breakup Season by Future Teens. It was my pick of the week, I don't know, about a month or two ago. Uh, two gals, two guys uh, from Boston. Um Fun breakup songs. That's all I can really like. Okay. That's all I can say about them is they're fun breakup songs. I would say Alone at the Party and Frequent Frequent Crier are my two favorite tracks off the record. I think it's called either New Year or Happy New Year. That's going to be my number three um, in terms of really good songs off the record. It's the first track on the record. Um, but like then it talks about like even your dog doesn't want to be with you on the new year. Like, holy shit, how sad are you yeah uh but it is definitely a song for people or a record for people that are uh feeling a little down in the dumps and and want to get a little bit of redemption on the x so uh yeah breakup season by future teens is my number three my number two i went with nf i don't know if you heard of him he's a rapper this album is his fourth studio album it's called the search rapper very few rappers like this guy he doesn't curse which you know a lot of rappers is always I appreciate this, this that, or that yeah. and his lyrics mean something like they cut deep he has the flow of like Eminem, and he's quick and just has that that myth- methodic. Just it just goes and yeah. it just works. It sounds great. Nineteen songs off the record, which I like to see. And there's thirteen songs off of I Prevail's record, by the way. But time, I think that's playing on the radio now. Mm-hmm. And change is probably my probably my favorite off the record. Um, I would even go back listen to his first three records. They're great, but I would say so far the fourth one is my favorite. And it's called The Search. Never heard of him. I'm gonna have to. Good, no, dude, have to follow him on Spotify and take a listen. Yeah, I, like I think stuff. you would really like him. Yeah, I like Alex got me in though. For like for me, I was like, oh man, rap records like Hobo Johnson and The Love Makers. I didn't love it. I didn't love his new record. I was like, it's not, it can't crack my list. Number two, Believe It or Not came out in 2019, even though it doesn't sound like it. Teller Be Told, Sergio yeah. Anello, Everyone Knows. Um, now being called Sergio Anello, I'm going to retcon the Everyone Knows. Came out in January or February, although we interviewed him about it in August of 2017. Yep. So for us, this record's been out for three yeah. years. Yeah. For the public, it's been out for yeah. just less than a year. Uh, my favorite songs off the record, Blacker Than Blue and Snake Charmer. Um, saw him live a couple times. Um, if you don't know him, we've had him on the podcast three times. No bias in that. I just love the record. Mm-hmm. Love his Christmas song, too. Um, Sergio is the uh, bass player for the early November. Good friend of ours. We appreciate everything he does for our show um, and and just for making a kick-ass solo record. I'm looking forward to the, to the rest. And the Christmas song was called Santa for what it's worth. Yep. So I actually kept it off off the list just because it's whatever. But my number one. Of, I, you don't want to go a little bias in there? So I went with early November lilac so, for my so, number one. So did I. So like we can just both talk about. Uh, yeah, it. honestly, I, I just thought it was my probably my favorite early November rec- uh, early November record in a, in a little while. Um, for me to kind of go in beginning to end and loving every single song, I thought this hits. Make my bed, my weakness were just two that kind of pop up to me, and mm-hmm. I think I, I know you love the record also. I absolutely love the record. Um, I still love Ave Maria. Um, I loved. Uh, my weakness has grown on me to where it probably would be in my top yep. three right now if I had to choose. Um, what is it? Perfect Sphere Bubble, yep, bubble. I think it yep. is. Uh, Great song. What, Leads off the record. What is number five? It's like it was my favorite song, and I can't think of it right now. I could go on Spotify. Comatose. Yes, thank you. Comatose is my favorite song on the record, and I couldn't remember yeah. the name. Yeah, I, re- I remembered your song. Uh, that's funny. funny. Um, but yeah, this is probably my favorite other November record, uh, probably since The Room's Too Cold. 
No, the triple. Since the triple. triple. I, I and there's the 11 triple. songs on the record. Yeah, love the triple. But Lilac from the early November. We've interviewed Ascenders from the early November. We've interviewed Surge from the early November. Combined four times. Um, so go check those episodes out. They're available in our feed right now. Don't hate us too, too much for the uh, Surge, inter- Surge interview. That's the first one because we were brand new in interviewing. And by brand new, I mean literally our first ever interview. Outside of a Starbucks. <laughs> and it was loud and there was a lot of distractions. Hot day, yes. But that taught us a lot about how it, to interview yeah. and we became really good at it in my opinion because of all the things we learned from the all our mistakes <laughs> dude i still feel bad about the interview with beta camp guys like if you ever want to come back on i know you're playing shows again and stuff you released a christmas song like we'd love to have you back i fucked up the audio in the fucking beginning i'm really sorry it doesn't sound great but I learned from it. Yep, yep. I learned it. The only time we learn. Uh, and we get better. I didn't make a record list for you for top three because your music is it's all over, it's all yeah, over the yeah, place. Yeah. I would have gotten it wrong, and I also couldn't think. I knew Lilac would be on your list. Yeah. I would have guessed number one. Yeah. I also would have guessed Surge as your third. Yeah. Um, I but the only reason because it's been two. out for a while, so I kind of left it. Yeah. You know. I hear you. Uh, let's do. What? The one that people are probably looking forward to most, our top three worst everything of the year, just three from music, movies, TV, video games. Right. What do you got for your top three I got three a movie worst? and I got two shows. Okay. My number three worst, Miss Bala. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I can't say I, I happened did, to, I, I was, okay, because their original came out with a 2000 Mexican film. And this one was starring Gina Rodriguez from Jane yeah, the Virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was our first big time role. And you this know, is a movie, not a yeah. TV this show. is a movie. You know, buddy said, "Hey, I saw it. Thought it was half decent. I watched it. and I just thought it was a shit show. There was there's so much <laughs> bullshit going on. Shit didn't make sense. And you know, Anthony Mackie's in it, but it, 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 he didn't. He do can't it. save it. He wasn't even in it that much. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. I think I wrote down a scene. So she's a makeup artist. Goes across. Goes into. Goes into Mexico. Then gets caught, and she's trying. Her friend's trying to win the beauty contest. Then she gets caught up in a drug cartel, dude. It, dude, it was. What's it called, Mama C? Miss Bala. It, it, <laughs> dude. It's Miss Bala. If you want to see, go see the 2011 original. I think so. One of the um, movie guys quoted and saying, "You ever watch a remake so bad it makes you hate the original?" I was like, "Oh wow. my god!" He eviscerated this movie, and when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, this." This was terrible. It I says think, it's an action thriller. Is there any thrill? No, no, in it? no. There are some thriller, but it's dude. She's a makeup artist, and then, then, and then in the end, like she's um, not. I don't want to say John Wick, but acting like I, I don't know, like she's some like. I know we say to not trust the reviews and stuff, but I gotta tell you, five point seven out of ten on IMDb, twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, forty one percent critic on Metacritic. I mean, hey, I didn't see too many movies this year. But the budget this one, was fifteen million, and it made fifteen point four. Yeah, but so in the end, they lost <laughs> they money lost from money. you know all that stuff. So again, I mean, hey, I, I guess I give her credit. She tried, but I, I, she took her swing and she missed. From my me. number three is also a movie, but I have it as my number three because while I hated it and while it was the worst movie I've seen this year and probably in a while, it's not like it's like. Star Wars offensively bad or my number one offensively bad. I just thought it was a waste of my time and just a stupid fucking movie and that was Stuber. Uh, I thought it was just (laughs) trash. But it wasn't like I fucking ever care about it or like ever talk about it again. It doesn't like sit with me. Like I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I like hate Kumal Ninjani or Dave Batista. I just feel like it was a waste of my fucking time that I can't get back. It was really dumb. It was really not funny. It was a stupid premise and it was just a shitty movie. <laughs> so like, 
at least I smiled a couple times during the Rise of Skywalker, which up there with Captain Marvel might have been in my top like seven. That, that would probably be my number four. <laughs> Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel yeah. yeah. But my number two. Don't ever waste your time on the Island on Netflix. The Island or E Y E or just an I? The I is I, just I. The Island on Netflix. Oh, the I dash land. So it's seven episodes. Jesus Christ! Half hour, an hour. I think it's like 35, 45 minutes an episode, but it's, so they couldn't even pick. Ten people wake up on on the beach. They oh, have, okay. They have no memory how they got there. Huh. Sounds like a J.J. Abrams yeah. joint. And, and, and they, they they start finding like, like almost like weapons type of deal. Like Kate Bothworth, Kate Bosworth's in it. Really? Dude, between her and some other dude, like there's trying to. The whole cast had no chemistry. The, the show was dumbest. The whole premise didn't make. Did you watch the sense. whole thing? I did. I, I, you I, were I, in for and, the and, and even the end. The, 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 People say twist. Fuck the twist. It, the is show it, is it getting a season two. I, I I looked and I didn't see that it was canceled and I didn't so I didn't see anything. Also, no, it's seven episodes. I just thought it was complete bullshit. And again, I got hey, recommended. Was like, hey, I need a show to watch. You recommended me this. I learned about. It's like, what the fuck did you have? Me I text watch? Sam. I'm like, yo, you gotta watch Hunter Hunter and you gotta watch all this shit. No, it's on my back burner. I'm watching Naruto, but he fucking watches Miss Bala yo, and yo, I, the I was, Island. Yo, I was in like a two-year dedication to, to Naruto, and I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I, I finally got it done. But The Island on Netflix, skip it. Uh, my number two is a TV series, kinda. It depends on who you are, and I'm also only counting two-thirds of it, because one-third of it's really fucking good. And that's Raw and SmackDown. Wow. WWE, Raw, and SmackDown. Not NXT, and not all of pro wrestling, and not AEW, but Raw Just and SmackDown Raw. specifically. It is borderline unwatchable and you've and you've been saying that all year i can't stand yeah. it it's unfucking watchable at this point i uh just watch the recaps because i can't even do the full show i cannot yeah. dedicate my time to that those shows anymore they hit on alexa bliss they hit on the fiend that's about it wow um, I've said it before and i'll say it again as long as brock lesnar is in association with that company I can't love it. Yeah. I can't do well, it. He is the that. worst. If we had a top worst but of the people, decade people list. People love him, though. It don't even make sense. If we had the top worst of the decade list, he'd be on there, and he started in 2002. That's how much, He spans 20 years of hatred for me. Mm. I fucking can't stand him. <laughs> uh, just retire. And he just when he carries the strap, it's just so annoying. Seth Rollins doesn't do it for me. Roman Reigns doesn't do it for me. Baron Corbin, the storyline. The Lana Bobby Lashley wedding. They brought back Liv Morgan after six months, seven months, eight months yeah, she off. She got hurt. And she she's wasted. They brought her mm. back in the dumbest storyline. And they forced this love angle. It's so bad. And, like, I can't fucking take it seriously. The Hell in a Cell match with The Fiend. You had this great thing going and you're ruining him. Um, even though he is still great, uh, you're overdoing it. You're yeah. overusing The Fiend. I, I actually liked when they did just Bray Wyatt versus The Miz the last pay-per-view. I only watch the pay-per-views and I watch the recaps of Ron SmackDown because they are borderline unwatchable. But if you like wrestling, thank goodness we have Wednesday nights because NXT and AEW are both on and they are must-watch wrestling program. My number one, The we Walking both... Dead, is still no. the worst Whoa. show I watch. Dude. I don't even believe your list. Dude, it's... You still watch it. I know, You're dude, going to watch next season. Dude, it's... Like, I just love the people. Oh, my God, the finale. I couldn't believe... It was like the ender. I was like... I, it's, it's the same shit. Talking, talking, nothing happens, nothing happens, commercial. Cliffhanger. Oh, yeah, commercial, sorry. <laughs> nothing happens. Comes back to nothing happening. Just more talking bullshit and more characters I don't give a shit about. So when season Everything 11 Everything is so predictable. <laughs> I mean, 
Norman Reedus is literally probably the only reason people are even watching the show still. They can't if they if he said I want to leave the show, they're fucked. I I I, I I'm a jackass for still watching the show. I, I fully know it. <laughs> I a hundred percent. I can't even argue with anyone. It, it, it's 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 terrible, and it, it shows because the ratings have gone down, down, down. The Walking Dead. I am so surprised that wasn't. I figured that was on your list, but I didn't think that'd be your number one. It's still the worst. How thing the hell did you not have Game of Thrones season eight no. on your list? That is I, the no, most no, offensively no, bad season no. of the greatest show ever made. And I, I could have, I could have put Game of Thrones, but it, it didn't bring out the hatred of these for three that did. Like for you, hundred like I four four I knew, out of the six weeks. I knew it was your number one. That's why I didn't even question at all because I I know it's it. Yeah. I, you were so strong. I, if you go back, I wasn't as hateful as you were. I was just like, ah, of course, it's not the ending I wanted, but except for that, it was rushed. except for Jamie and Cersei. Yeah, that, that, I've, I'll never get over that. That was just complete horseshit. But yeah. I, I couldn't. It couldn't outweigh the shit show that was my top three. I feel like if I go back now. And rewatch episode one and two of the season, knowing the bullshit that's going to happen. I would hate. I would find more things to hate about it. But I gave the show a two week pass, and the the episode two was the night we interviewed Brett Myers, and that's the same thing we did when we broke it down. And I was like, oh, you know what? I it's got four weeks left. Like it's got time to find its footing. And then I was like, you know what? The next week I saw Endgame, and then the fucking um, Endgame for the second time, and then the battle at at uh, Winterfell, the Long Night episode, yeah. episode three. On the same day. My hype levels on that Sunday couldn't have been worse. But then I saw Endgame the first time and immediately got less hype because I didn't love the movie. Then they fucking fucked up my buffalo chicken cheesesteak at uh, at Tony Rowe's. At Tonelli's. (laughs) The fuckers. And then tried to charge me double. Go fuck yourselves. I'll never eat there again. And then that episode came on and it was offensively terrible. So like. So you already went in like. ah. I was so fucking hyped for that day. It was going to be the best Sunday in April or May ever. And it was just, it just wasn't. And so if I went back and rewatched those two episodes, which I never will, I'll probably find more stuff to hate. But because I didn't know what was ahead of me yet, because I didn't know what was ahead of me yet, I gave those two episodes a pass. Yeah. And then that fucking battle at Winterfell happened. Yeah. And I it, listen, if you want, I think it's comedy gold. If you want to go back and listen to our breakdown every week for six weeks, Sam and I did a 45-minute breakdown. We did a fucking breakdown that was as long as the episode, yeah. sometimes longer. Yeah. Um, and we broke down every episode week by week. Go back and find those episodes and listen to them, especially for episodes three, four, five, and six. And Sam, like, he, you were so, you were, when it happened and when we recorded, you were the opposite of me on three. Like, you liked it, you didn't yeah. mind it. And then, like, in four, you started to turn. I listened yeah. to them recently. So I'm like, <laughs> and four, said, you start I watched to turn. teeter. And then on five, on five, when they go to storm, um, uh, King's Landing, you, you like, you, you, I think you got it. Like you came in with your teeth gritted. And then at six, when we talk about the fucking finale, well, I think it's one of the best hours of this yeah. podcast ever. And uh, I, I guess and I have to go back and listen because I'm like, huh, dude, we, we chat all over it. I made sure a fucking word document list <laughs> of the things I hated and printed out and brought with me. Yeah. You can hear the paper in the background. I think one of those nights was in May and I saw, it was, I think it was, it was and it was, I saw Detective Pikachu the same night after we got done shitting on one of the episodes. So like Just at least I up. got <laughs> Just uh, at least I up. got a little bit yeah. of, of love out of, uh, out of that night but man, what an offensively terrible season and I say that solely because this was my favorite show of all time up until that point. Yeah. If you had to ask Ask me now, my top five favorite shows. It wouldn't worst be worst ending. This or Dexter? This, this, mm. because Dexter had a shitty Oof. couple seasons. Dexter seven was shitty and eight was shitty. 
Season seven to Dude, me that was would, bad. That for would Game be Thrones, a good debate, though. That would be a good debate because I hated Dexter's ending. I oh, mean, same, I, same. If, but at least right now, with if, Jesse Pinkman, if, right if now. I had a pick, I would me right now would be Dexter. Dexter's yeah. ending killed me. Yeah. Oh, just her real quick. Julia Benz was on uh, Michael uh, Michael Rosebaum's podcast. Yeah, and she plays. She, she's in Dexter for the first couple seasons. She was devastated when they killed her off. Spoiler: yeah. If you didn't see Dexter, dude, just post post Dexter. Dude, hearing her talk about it, she's like. It, she said it was the best job I ever had. I was like, oh my God. It made me I, love the show more. Was, I mean, she was yeah. one of the best characters on it, but I, I think her death was perfect. No. It was fucked up. It was by, a, you, the, you know in my opinion, said? the best killer she ever said in the she show. She can't have a tub in a house in her room. Dude, she go, every house, I, if I move into a new house, tub gets ripped out. Yeah, I was like, it's fucked. It's fucked. <laughs> it is. It is. And she had a great, impactful mm-hmm. death. That to me, it was great, man. Yeah. And the problem with season five, they could have really sat on that and really made her death impactful on Dexter, but he just goes and finds yeah, he keeps going. Julia yeah. Styles like yeah. the next season. And that was like weird. So like it didn't have a great payoff. I, I just wish that if any to, show comes back, redo that one. Yeah, Give that show to, another season. To me, or two. Game of Thrones slowly went down the hill and then fell off the cliff where Dexter was a casual slide the whole time. So I think Game of Thrones because it was going, going, but going. But just at and the end gone. you just fucking hit a bomb and you die a horrible death. Yeah, but so did Game of Thrones. Literally everyone died a horrible death. But at least I'd be like, all right Dragon's free. Look at that. <laughs> like I have some kind of positive I can go on. Everything else is shit. Sam, 2020 is upon us. Um, it's time. I made a short list for the first time of, of, of this. You're the only one that makes the 2020 wish list. You did it in 17. You had a five-thing list, and that's because I told you to do it that morning, and you came up with it practically on the spot Okay. Uh, at 6 o'clock in the morning on okay. Saturday. Okay, so I, I came up with Sam a few things. Dude, he's got a little, uh, what does that say, gun what? Yeah, it's the... Gun fun? Yeah. It's he's got little, a little post-it note here. A little post-it note. So my 2020 wish, wish list, things I want or I Sam, hope to just do. go on the whole thing. Okay, so I would like to buy a Nintendo Switch. Boom. I would like to buy and enjoy the PlayStation 5, assuming that it's $500 or less. I would also like a new announcement of, of a possible God of War sequel, a Devil May Cry 6, because both games were well-received, so I would obviously like that. I would also like more people to support, buy and support Liquid Death, the best water canned on the market. <clears throat> let's do our part Let's do our part and recycle. I love you for that. That's great. I would also like to, I save up every year. I go to Baltimore Comic Con every year, and I would like to get a Grail Baltimore Comic Con in 2020. So you would like to what? Get a Grail. It's like a, a rare book. Okay. So I'm looking for like a Batman 6, a Batman oh, a 11. Grail. Yeah, grail. a Grail book. I thought you said so. Growl. Because like, <laughs> I'm trying to complete my, um, I'm obviously trying to get Batman 1, but that's going to be years and years and years. Sure, but sure. at least get 2 to 11. So uh, six, How much is Batman 1 going for? A lot of money. More than this house. So, yes. So, <laughs> so Batman 6 and 11 are only ones I don't have, obviously, besides one. So, I'm going to try to work on that. Um, PS5, I'm hoping it to be backwards compatible, even though I have two original PS3s that play 1, 2, and 3, and I have a PS4. So, it, it doesn't it's, even it's, matter. It's convenient. It's just cool to have. Because I still own a couple PS1 games, so that would be pretty cool. You have two Twisted Metal 2s. I do. I have the greatest hits in the original. I would also, I would love it. Um, I know we're, me and you are hopefully getting this announcement that we want that a new Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 remake is in the works, hopefully for PS5 and or PS5. I'll take PS5 and PS5. PS, PS4 <laughs> and or PS5. I will take it. Buy, play, and beat Sekiro Shadow Die Twice. Dude, I would love to play Dude, that game too. The more, if I bought this game this year, I guarantee it would have been on my game of the year. Yeah. Probably would have been number two because I doubt nothing. It's going to be hard as fuck. It's hard as fuck. I shouldn't I, say it's going to be. It is. And I, but I'll play it normal level. I won't be a jackass that plays like Ultimate Warrior mode right off the bat. That's not me. Um, I would like a reboot or a sequel to Uncharted. I, I do like that franchise. The, the game. The game, okay. the game franchise. 
obviously we, we know that the movies is a shit show but i would like and just give me anything more I, i'll take it. especially for something for P, could push ps5 i think that's brilliant yep um recently uh sean over at mrc tech he completed my lego batmobile the 1989 i think it'd be a great idea for legos to continue to release all the Batmobiles. Hit up, because maybe Val Kilmer's Batmobile, now you can skip Clooney's, but at least hit like Christian Bale's or something like that, Ben yeah, Affleck's. animated series. Yeah, that, that, I mean, I have that already as the full as set that, D, that yeah. DC Collectibles um, released, but obviously not Lego. But if they did do it, of course I'm going to pick it up because I love the animated series. Um, I would like some more news on Moon Knight. I know that I'm hearing that they're, they're it's probably going to be Dracula going to be in the TV show, but I would like to kind of them physically cast a fucking per who's going to play Mark Spector, Moon Knight. I would like to have that. And I would just like to hear some more stuff about some DC films. Like, let's, what's going on with that Flash movie? Are we getting the Green Lanterns? What happened to that Nightwing movie? I just think DC, hopefully that they have a better plan, kind of how Marvel does and plans this shit out. I would like to think that someone over at DC is doing the same thing. Like in a connected universe type deal I, or just some clarity? Just, just some kind of clarity, some kind of plan. Even if you want to have a universe, great. I'm here all for it. And that we all have a great 2020. That is what I wish for in 2020. He there put some list. thought one in that. I, I did, that. I did, I did. He I, I, put I did. some fucking thought I told into you, that. I, I told you I had homework to do. Wow. Of all the things we listed and did today, you only named one thing that didn't come out this year. That's impressive to me. That was Dragon Ball. So, like, good, man. I'm, I'm pissed because I'm, I'm real, satisfied with your list. I really I thought I looked at it and it said January of 19. So January 28, 2018. I'm I, very, I'm very upset. happy with your list. Let's real quick because, like you said, I do one every year. Recap my twenty twenty or my twenty nineteen list. Um, Pokemon Gen eight to be open world to where we can go whenever, wherever, whoever, and beat the gyms in any order we want, Breath of the Wild style. Also, getting a hundred plus Pokemon. Incorrect. <laughs> Mother three. Incorrect. Yeah. New Borderlands game and Bioshock game announced. Two for two on yeah, that you're one. Right, you're right. Now both of those getting Super Mario Maker two. Got, Got that. Metroid Prime Trilogy for Switch. Didn't get that, but it is so heavily rumored that I think it's going to be in the next month when they do the next Nintendo Direct. Um, but I did not get that one right. Super Mario Odyssey DLC with new kingdoms and costumes. Didn't get nope. that one. <laughs> Left 4 Dead 3. Didn't get nope. that one. Far From Home and Endgame to be on my top three films of 2019. Nada. Neither one. Although Far From Home was close and for a little bit was on there. New Records. From heavy, thi- I'm sorry, new music, not records. New music from heavy things and origami crane. You got songs. Two for two. Yeah, we got songs. I got songs from both of them. A debut LP from Cruiser. Nope. Didn't get that one. Lilac to be the best ter- uh, the early November record yet. It wasn't, but it's up there. Oh, uh, dude, I, I think it's in the top three. It's up there, and I'll take okay. it. For AGDQ 2020 to be in Philadelphia, so I can go back. No. It won't happen. Nope. And it didn't. It nope. is in Orlando, and yep. it starts in five days, four days, three days. Uh, a Legend of Zelda Netflix series. No. No. For E3 to live on, even with Sony skipping it. Yes. For the DC Universe's live-action original content to continue to kick ass. I bailed, so I'm going to go no for me, but for you, I'm going to go strong yes. Yeah, I mean, what would we get this year? Shazam? Oh, or just shows? Live action DC Universe. Oh, okay. So we got Titans twice. Yeah, Titans we got good. Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing nailed it. And that's it. And Har- dude, a lot of people but are. Harley Quinn's animated. Oh, uh, true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I would say, yeah, they nailed it. You see, yeah. yeah I, would, I would say they, they Swamp did. Swamp Thing being the best out of everything. <laughs> this one's good. Fortnite goes away. Uh, no. <laughs> Matter of fact, no. it crossed over with Star Wars and it's still big. It's never going away. <laughs> a new Sebastian Maniscalco stand up. Got that. Got, got that, that early, yeah, too. We, yeah, we got it. And that 
think he just did another one oh, that fantastic. we're getting in 2020. Even more Smash DLC after the first six fighters. We didn't get the fifth one yet, but they already announced the second fighter pack, so I got that one right. A new Punch-Out game. Nope. It's on my 2020. I'm just letting you know. It's on my 2020. I fucking want a new Punch-Out. The Deadwood film to get a fall release and be amazing. It didn't get a fall release. It came out earlier than that, and you loved it. It was fantastic. I bought it on Blu-ray. Johnny, and, and, Oh, and it was on my notes. I did write it down for in consideration. Johnny Gargano, Ciampa, and the Undisputed Era, and Velveteen Dream, and Ricochet to all get called up to WWE's main roster and not get buried. Gargano got called up for a minute till he, uh, till Ciampa got hurt because Ciampa got called up. The Undisputed Era never got called up, but Adam Cole beat Daniel Bryan on SmackDown, which was cool. Velveteen Dream never got called up, and he's out with an injury. And Ricochet is up, won the U.S. title, and is like at the top of the card, wrestled the most matches in WWE in 2019. So like, if Ciampa didn't hurt his neck, would yeah. that a lot of that would have come true? Um, and then Super Nintendo games coming to Nintendo Switch Online nailed that. Yep. Here is my 2020 list. 23 things. Jesus. Okay. Mother 3. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be on. Just keep that on. Perennially on my fucking list. That and punch out. It automatically just goes to the next year. Nintendo 64 games coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Or I'll take a mini, but would prefer prefer it on Switch. Uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy on Switch. I do think it's real. A new full Mario 3D game. My guess is Odyssey 2. I think it's fine. I assume that's what it is, given there was no DLC for the original, even though Nintendo loves DLC for their first-party games. But a couple months ago, we did get a picture of Mario eating a watermelon on a beach. So maybe they're thinking of a Sunshine remake or a Mario Sunshine 2. That would actually be towards the lower end of my list, unfortunately. I didn't love Sunshine. I actually prefer an Odyssey 2, but any fucking 3D Mario. Not a side-scrolling 2D. I'm talking full 3D, because Odyssey was just so good. Also... I want a new Mario Golf. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, how good yeah, would a Mario be cool. Golf be? Uh, let's see. What else? For the fifth DLC fighter for uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I want it to be Crash Bandicoot. That would be awesome. A new Punch-Out game. A God of War sequel to launch specifically with PS5. I think it's real. Smart move. That'd I think great. it's real, and I think it's coming, and I think that's right. I think when we look back at 2021... I hope because Corey was busy, so we'll see. Yeah, he ain't working on a different franchise. He's working on the sequel. We all know it. Just fucking announce it. And I'm thinking when they do their big reveal for PS5, whenever that is, it's going to be the first or last game announced. 100%. Like... They, they got all our You're money. getting excited just thinking yeah, about dude, it. Dude, that's all I need is I, one launch title just for me to guarantee to pick it up. Gears of War... Fi- I'm sorry. The Gears of War movie and the Uncharted movie to just get scrapped. Just, oh, just I want to say it. Gaming movies are tough. Yeah, they are. Detective Pikachu was passable. Most of them suck balls. And when Detective Pikachu is considered the greatest video game movie ever made and it's just a decent movie, we get Sonic on Valentine's Day. Just go away. Yeah. There's a piece of Uncharted news we're going to talk about in a minute here. Yeah. That, like, just let's just, you know, let's just move forward. For Raw and SmackDown to get their shit together and be on the same level as NXT or AEW. For Pokemon to take a year off. That's probably not going to happen. They seem to be working on something for 2020. I just don't want my favorite video game franchise to be annualized. I don't need a new Pokemon game every year. I don't. Yeah. I don't want one. Give me something one to One every other or to. something. One every other would be fucking perfect. And every three to four it, years. It gives them time to get ideas, think, and not rush. And then yeah. every three to four years, give me a new generation, and I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. You want to throw some spinoffs in there, Pokemon Snap sequel, whatever. Yeah. Great. Awesome. I don't need a new mainline game. 
I think we're going to get remakes of, of Gen 4, Diamond and Pearl this year, which, to be fair, I'm going to be psyched for. I just kind of want them to take a year off, yeah. though. Let me miss it. For Swamp Thing Season 2 to come out of nowhere on HBO Max. Wouldn't that be great? Now, that's going to suck because neither one of us have HBO Max. I won't get HBO Max just to watch it, but I'll wait till the whole season's out and I'll yeah, use my that, free that, trial. That's how I would be, 100%. <laughs> uh, for Bioshock, whatever the new one that they announced is, to get a trailer and to go back underwater. It is much better in Rapture than in Columbia. For Xbox to hit us with at least five to seven brand new IP for at E3 for the new console this year. But all I want is two of them to hit hard for me because Xbox exclusives have been a big miss for me. Mm -hmm. They're not on the same level as PlayStation. And you've been saying that for years. I don't care as much about Halo as I do about Uncharted and The Last of Us and Horizon and God of War. It's great seminal franchises. I want Xbox to come in with a third party over the shoulder action game. Um, third party, I meant third person, over-the-shoulder action game that you can just suck yourself in for 25 hours and let me love my Xbox again because yeah. it's a shame that I don't. Um, it's a shame that it's number three for me after being number one for so many years. For PS5 to launch at $400 after Xbox says 500 because we already know that the uh-huh. Xbox is going to be the more powerful console. That's already been kind of confirmed. But if PS5 can launch at that $400 window, make the Xbox the premium console for the premium gamer who has the 85,000-inch television with the surround sound, blah, blah, blah. If you want the prettiest thing out there, go there. But if you want the best games at an affordable price, $400 would be a very sweet spot for me. Because guess what? For us, even though I'm a diehard gamer, the difference in graphical fidelity between the PS5 and Xbox, even if the Xbox is more powerful, which it is. Who gives a yeah. fuck? PS5 is still going to be phenomenal. Yeah, I'm say, shit, I'm happy with the PS4 games. Right, and, and exactly. I don't even got, And I don't even got the Pro. PS4 even looks great. Yeah. And you're right, I don't even have the Pro either. Uh, this is fucked up of me. I hope The Simpsons gets canceled. They just got signed for like three more seasons. I know. Can yeah. we just let it no. die? I made the list before. Can we just <laughs> let it die, please? Dude, the only way the show the show goes, Matt Groening and all, or half the voice actors start fucking dying off. Because they're like 60, <laughs> 67 years old now. Shoo. Uh, I'm still hoping for it for the third year in a row. A debut Cruiser album. New LPs, not EPs. LPs Mm -hmm. from A Will Away, Elder Brother, Dance Gavin Dance, and Heavy Things. Although, Dance Gavin Dance and Elder Brother have already confirmed it. Yeah, I was going to say, he's already said that. They've already confirmed vocals. So for me, Heavy Things and A Will Away uh, are the LPs. Uh, For a new Monkey Ball game. After Banana Blitz, uh, Banana Blitz HD was actually great. I'm actually only I have only five levels left. I've been playing that a lot over the last two weeks. But please, for the love of God, no boss fights. They kill the game. They stop it in tracks. They halt it, and it sucks. Take your fucking boss battles out. You had one game with boss battles, and that's the game we got on Switch. No, 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 no more boss battles. Give me back my monkey ball. A new game from Michael Burns or Four Horses in the Miles and Kilo and nice. Kid Trip series. Nice. Would love that. With the success of The Boys, Titans, and Doom Patrol, I hope Umbrella Academy Season 2 learns from that and we get an edgier, more mature sophomore season. Yeah, I agree. I like the characters even, even a lot. Though I, I like the first season, but it, it wasn't enough to be like as good as, like you said, it's, The Boys. It's not as good as The Boys. It's not even as good as Titans. Let's just get a little something a little darker. Yeah, a little edgier. I agree. You can do it, Gerard Way. You can do it, especially now that you're back with uh, My Chemical Romance. I hope that both Battletoads for Xbox and Streets of Rage 4 Definitely come out this year and live up to expectations. I'm not looking for the best games. I just want them to live up yeah. to expectations. And lastly, I hope much like yesterday, Hearts Beat Loud, Chef, 127 hours, I hope that a movie comes out of nowhere with an original premise and blows my mind. 
Yeah. I think the chances of that are Jeff good. Jeff was great. I agree. Um, I think the chances of that are really good. Yeah. Because there's always going to be something that comes out of nowhere and just blows your mind hole. But I hope it's original. Because I love original movies, man. And most of those movies I made, named were indies. 127 hours, definitely not. And that's the oldest film yeah. on this list. But God motherfucking damn, is that still one of my favorite movies ever? I just, you know me. I get, when I get sucked into something, I get sucked yeah, into true. it. And uh, and I really want a movie to, I don't know what it is. I hope it's not music. Yeah. Please. I hope 2020 does not end with me having a music movie as my number one for the year for the third straight year. I'd love that. Yeah, that's but tough. I want it to to blow away uh, my my expectations. And with that, we've concluded our look back into last year and our thoughts for this year. I love that segment. It was a little long, but we kind of knew it was going to be. I still like. I still got to watch like everyone's picks for nineteen that actually won for twenty twenty. So after this, like, oh, my list is for not. I, what I, I hate, changed everything. What I hate like for twenty eighteen, I didn't see the disaster artist until January of twenty nineteen, or maybe it was seventeen and. But 18. it's always like that. But I so I couldn't like retroactively put it on my list for the eighteen movie, but I would have. I can see the same thing happening with Knives Out. Like I 100%. totally can. I also recently just last night watched Booksmart. Um, Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. It's okay, based, it. It's about two girls in their senior year of high school. All they did was study, so they try to cram four years of fun in one night before they graduate. A very, very, very much spiritual, female-led okay. super bad. Yeah. Um, but really good. Okay. Cool. Liked it. Liked it a lot. Uh, but here we are. We've arrived at our spoilerific. After our non-spoiler thoughts last week on episode 166, if you want our non-spoiler review of The Rise of Skywalker, go ahead and check out 166. But we're about to break this motherfucker down the rise of skywalker spoiler cast and again if you like this movie that's great despite its many many flaws if you were able to look right past them and just enjoy it that's fine i get it this movie was never going to and quite frankly cannot live up to all the expectations of its fan base but Please don't attack people that have differing opinions than you or that disagree with you or talk shit or unfriend or unfollow people that just felt differently. If you're it's cool if you like this movie, but here's why we didn't. No. Lead us off. (laughs) You can tell I prepared that statement. Um, And I got a laundry list. Um, As a matter of fact, I'm actually going to twist it a little bit. I always like to lead with the stuff I liked. Let's start positive and then cram the shit train. So here are the things I liked about the rise of Skywalker. The visuals, the sound, the score. Let's just get it out of the way. Some people are actually saying this movie's grainy and very dark and blue and it's tough to see. I didn't get that. Yeah, I didn't have that issue. I liked the film a lot from a visual sound perspective, from an audiovisual perspective. I really liked it. one of the little cameos I loved so much was Oma Tress, uh, a.k.a. John Williams, the composer. Yep. He was the bartender. Um, Oma Tress. His is, first time ever showing up in yep. Star Wars. Oma Tress is a homonym for Maestro. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't. Oh, cool. And Maestro I, I is composer for all you folks that don't That's know what a Maestro neat. is. So like, I thought that was clever as yeah. shit. And the only so, reason I knew he was in it was because of Charlie. Yeah, good writing there. Um I like the chase scene through the desert. By the way, we're not going shot by shot yeah. by blah, 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 by beat by beat. There are plenty of we shows gonna be that here can for five do that. Hours. I'm even going to be all around the map. I might start at the end and go to the beginning, go then go to the middle. Then, but We're just going with our thoughts here. Uh, I like the chase scene through the desert. When the stormtrooper gets ejected from the back and he was flying, I actually thought that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. It didn't you know, pull me out of the movie or nothing like that. What did pull me out was when they were like, they can fly. They can fly. Yeah. They can fly. <laughs> that was a little dumb. Yep. But I did love 
got but, ejected off the but back. But they just cool. tried it again, where they tried to throw in dumb humor and it completely missed. Some people were bitching about the sand, the quicksand, where they get sucked through the black quicksand and then just fall into a cave. But the sand doesn't go anywhere. Like it should theoretically yeah. fall down. Yeah. I played Super Mario Brothers 3 growing up. That shit happens in that game. I can't hate. I can't <laughs> hate on the funny. sand because that shit happened my entire no, childhood. Just like the video game. I appreciate how they handled Leia given what they had. Although, I think we can all agree that we would have loved to see the version of the film that had her still alive. What did you think about Leia? I, I my thoughts. I I can't divert. I think what happened. Obviously, she she passed away, and what was it? Right after eight. Was it right after eight? Was um, out? Pretty pretty quick after eight. Yeah. I mean, I again, I'll never get over her Superman that scene. There's no way you're. There's no way the force is gonna let you do that. I, I honestly, that it took me out of the movie. Like yeah. I can't get over that. That's why I hate eight. Like I it, that it took me completely out of the movie. To me, I, I would have just I don't know. She should have died in eight. Just, that's where she should have just stayed. Well, dead. when the when the ship blew up, she should have blown up with it. I got that's it. But she, they were doing the one big death of movie. But uh, again, this was two. This they did two. the best at what they could do with her. Right. I, I mean, they used deleted scenes from old movies. Yeah, like, so you got to give them credit for that. I, I give them credit. It's just I, I thought she should have been dead in eight. Um, her big ending of like i'm giving my life force to my son was kind of a little wonky um but it introduced the life force idea which then paid off later in the film i wonder so if I it's like it, well life force is well the the healing thing i wanted to they get that from mandalorian like knew that they, they were just, doing that they, and they just it both in. did it i think i think they're definitely like they knew each no, other they, they, that's it. what i'm saying so, oh mandalorian could do it let's do that, that that's why like, it's too late in the production no but when yeah. he but when he when he when she healed that monster i was like the <sighs> snake a lot of people have probably. I was like, over it. I I think I read the text. My oh, no, I didn't. My brother-in-law took his seven-year-old son, or I'm sorry, his ten-year-old son to go watch <laughs> it. Um, I think the night after, yeah, last Friday. So the day our show came out, um, I texted him, and I said, "How'd you like the movie?" Yeah. He said, "To quote, what a fucking clusterfuck. <laughs> they just threw sh- they just threw shit in to see what would stick." My son didn't care for it either. And here, let me heal this sandworm with a new power no one ever heard of. Fuck you, Poe. I hope your arm doesn't get infected. Yeah, dude, again, I, I know Sean, our Star Wars nerd, like, he's like, Finn had a good part, pal. I was like, I, 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 hey, I'll never say, if that's, if that's what gets you through the night, I just, they, they were useless to me. I already know that <laughs> both... They're my band in the movie. Finn is a whole entire character. I, I already know... That Sean and Ryan are gonna hate this segment. They're probably gonna fast forward through it, or they're gonna hate us for having it. But oh, wait, here's what wait, I'll say: wait, real, real, Before we continue, when I was watching the on the last day of the build of the, um, the battle build, he was listening to our, he was playing our podcast of the one we just dropped, and then sometimes we're disagree, like we're <laughs> disagree. We're like, I agree with that. Like, we, I just found it so funny. I found myself kind of as we're talking about it, I'm staring at his face, getting his. Mm, like, I'll nod his head wrong, like, wrong. <laughs> like, or, or, I his disagree. Blood is, his blood like, is secretly like, boiling. I, I, I honestly want to, I want to send you the clip, like, go to this part here, but like, I disagree. It just, I just find it so funny. I was like, Sean, I'm actually, like, enjoying this more watching you react to us. It was hilarious. I will say, um, he, here's what I will say about <laughs> the Sean hate and the Ryan hate thing. You also disagreed with us about The Last Jedi, and then eventually you came around. It just took you a little while, yeah. and that's okay. We're just calling it out for what it is up front. We don't have to wait two years to let it sink in that it sucked. 
we just kind of no, know that but, it did. But again, it's you know, I, I like I told, I think I even told Sean was like, hey, I can relate when people people say something about Batman, I gotta defend it. Like right. Batman, that's that's my Same love. Just like Pokemon. Star Wars, I expect you to jump in on and defend everything, which right. is just how it goes. Right. But I admit that Batman Robin's bad. Right. And Pokemon for me, I admit the the Pokedex wasn't it was that hurt the game. Yeah. I got it. So and the story kind of sucked. Um, I got it. So there are our franchises that we will defend yeah. tooth and nail, which again I expect him to do. But I also expect for him eventually to come around. I hope he listens to this again in two years and says, you know what, I can see their point. Because after our last episode, I got a text from a friend who said, whoa, I can't believe you said that about the movie. And here's X, Y, and Z. And I said, ah, what did this accomplish? He said, they went to Jasimi, Kissimi, Kamiji, Kamiji, Kamiji? Mijimi? I don't remember. <laughs> One of the planets. It. And I was like, no, it didn't. Poe did. And this fuck. So I, I, I love that it's sparking good conversation. I would say it's probably what the most controver- controversial Star Wars film to date. Ah, man, I I have to think eight, but who knows? Maybe yeah. the prequels. Fuck, I wasn't. Well, a, well then the I wasn't I in the pop culture. I you know eight, I, no, eight is the highest rated. Yeah, from one source, from IGN. From IGN. Still, I don't know who else. Just so unacceptable. I still and even okay. And then Sean agreed. He goes. He goes, even, even he said, I would admit that's high. And I was like, okay, that's all I wanted. I just wanted Sean to say it's high. Even he said, maybe an 8.5. I was like, oh, no, no, you said it too high. Yeah, I already took it. Back to the things I liked about the movie. And this is cheesy camp. And I know Star Wars is cheesy camp. At the end of the day, it's a cheesy fucking sci-fi franchise that has a very aggressive fan base. But I, I loved when General Hux just came out of nowhere and said, I'm the spy. I thought that was great. I loved him. I like General Hux a lot. I, I hated his very beginning scene in episode 8 where he tried the your mom jokes with Poe like that didn't hit but Hux is a character dude he hated fucking Kylo so much he just wanted to see him fail so he could take over so he spied on the fucking uh, first order helped out the resistance and then got shot yep. like it was great I, I just I liked it a lot I did uh, my boy Hux is being so cheesy and he was so on the nose and like we're just sitting there and all of a sudden I'm the spy I loved it uh, again that was just a scene that Keep it going. Keep it moving. Next scene. I like Poe a lot. I know you're not. He missed. I, I like Poe a lot. Do I think that he should have hooked up with Finn? Probably. But I like Poe a lot. Here's my problem with Poe is they're trying to make him an, an edgy character like Han Solo. You don't need no, to. They made him a fucking drug runner because he was I, a spice runner, which yeah, is drug- drugs. Yeah, I, come on. I, I don't you don't know. need I, to do that. He could have just been, his dad could have been a pilot, he could have been trying to follow, follow in his father's footsteps, and bam, I, I, I'm happy. I wish I could say I like Poe, but I, I can't. Um, I thought Poe's performance, along with Ray and Adam Driver, a.k.a. Ben, a.k.a. Kylo, I think, again, even with a shitty script, they did a nice job. We talked about it's, that last the best, week. They did the best that they could make that, what they could do with what they had. And my last thing that I liked, because we're going to get to the shit I didn't, um, I like that they tried. This isn't even like what they accomplished. It's just that they tried it. I like that they tried to tie Palpatine into this film because he was such an integral part of the first two trilogies. But, <laughs> but, that's where the love stops. But to shove him into this last film was very unbelievable. Yeah. I really wish it was either a longer movie or if it was episode nine, part one, and part two in Every two different movies. Every is inside me. What? Yeah. No, no, miss, miss me completely. The voices you've heard. All I mean, along. one thing I'll say, I loved, I loved the lightsaber battles. I thought they were cool. Special yeah. effects. To they me, were that great. just goes under vision. Yeah, so that was great. Like that's that's the only thing I can really say. Fight choreography. Yeah. The one with Ray and, and Kylo slash Ben on the ship in the rain. Yeah, is, that was, was it. Great... And that's kind of literally the scene I was thinking. of. Yeah, it's actually great. There's a very iconic shot of Kylo whipping out his uh, red 
saber and then kind yeah. of putting it to his side. Yeah. That's kind of, uh, he like flips it around, boom, boom, boom. That's pretty iconic, actually. Really like that, but let's get into the shit I didn't like, and then we can just, like I said, riff off of that, yeah. and you can give me your thoughts on what I didn't like. Maybe you uh, disagree, and you like some of the stuff I didn't like, but first and foremost, to the entire Star Wars franchise, guys, you have an en- enormous franchise, arguably one of the biggest franchises ever in any media, not just film. And you choose to tell most of your story and fill most of your plot holes through comics and side novels and fucking cartoon shows. Guys, most people, they don't watch that shit. Most people that have seen this movie will never read one of your novels, will never read one of your comic books, and won't watch Clone Wars or Rebels. What the fuck are you doing? This is a horrible script, and you're choosing to fill a lot of it in your little dictionary that comes out accompanying each movie? That's like... That's like giving away a plot hole for a video game in the player's guide. Give me well, a break. Well, ain't that with exactly what they did with Fortnite? What's that? With Palpatine? That's another <laughs> part of it. <laughs> just exactly. It's, it's on say, my, well, I don't play Fortnite, so I'm never going to get that. It's on my list. Oh, okay. It's later down there, but it's on my list. Like, why are you telling most of your, like, trying to fill your plot holes? I came out of that movie saying, well, it's on my list too, but the thing that Finn was going to say to Ray, I got that from JJ after the movie came out in an interview? Most people ain't gonna see that interview. Yeah, and, and to be honest, that was even like Sean like tried to defend that. I was I don't give a fuck if he was force sensitive. I don't give a fuck if he was gonna tell her I love her. Like, you little bitch ass, make up your mind because I felt like his first three films he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Like, I don't know what I want. I'm a church. Oh, I have a conscience. <laughs> Go fall off the freaking Death Star. Uh, this one is controversial, I think, um, and it's my opinion. I don't think any of it's fact. I think it's all speculation. But I I think I feel this way. Um. I think that this film, you gave the fans so much of what they wanted, so, so much, but you didn't have the balls to give this fan base the Finn and Poe bromance relationship, like actual relationship. I didn't even feel that. Everyone was like, they should have kissed. I didn't feel that. Because they didn't. They didn't want you to. They didn't want you but, to. But people said they felt it. I said, like, what did you feel? They, I didn't they, they had speaking lines. They That's, hugged. Um, Guys hug sometimes. You succumb to basically every other piece of fan service. Yeah. Why did I feel like you didn't do, pull the trigger with them two in a relationship? Because you're afraid. You snuck in a little kiss between two females at the end after the whole big mission. Yeah, I saw that. No big deal. I caught that. But that part where the two girls kiss was edited out for the Singapore yeah, release yeah, of the film. That. I, I saw that. And, okay. And even, even when they kissed, I had a bad an eye. So you fear that that reaction on a higher level, mm-hmm. if you pull that trigger on two main characters, would cause backlash in other countries where you maybe couldn't. And, and it kind of did cause a little star. And so, like, yeah. if you do that, if you have the two main men make out on screen in these other countries, maybe they don't pull. Maybe they pull the film and you lose money. It all comes back to revenue. Yep. 100%. It's all, uh, it's all money. And, and toy sales and all that stuff. And, like, I don't, I just don't think you had the balls. And now Kevin Feige comes out and says, oh, we're putting a transgender character in a Marvel film coming real soon. Guys, that's not fucking news. Yeah, that, we're in 2020. Yeah, yeah, that's, it should It be. should just be a thing. Yep. That's what I hate about the WWE pulling this Lana Bobby Lashley thing. To Spoiler alert for you. Liv Morgan came back and said she's in love with Lana. And in 2020, we have a lesbian angle. When you have Sonya Deville, who is an actual openly gay superstar, begging to do an angle like that where Vince says, no, but he wants to pull the trigger on this. It's not shock value in 2020 to be a lesbian or to be transgender. I hate to say it. It's your fucking choice as a human being. So why is Marvel making a big deal? Because they're fucking afraid. Yeah, I don't don't, want to go online and I see that on all like the major news is like, what the who gives? 
God. It's, it's, it's my, and I think that Finn and Poe po could have had a better story. Finn could have been not saved, but his character maybe had a ounce of something to okay. do if I, there was a romance. I wish he gave me something. Right. And I think a romance could have been that. But now you had them both with Jana and with, uh, uh, Carrie. Crazy, you can hook that with BBA for all I gave a shit. <laughs> Could have done something to maybe give a fuck a little bit more. This movie should have been split into two parts, even though that's very tough to do logistically. Name and title, I got it. Episode nine, part one. Episode nine doesn't roll off the tongue. This movie was just too crammed. Yeah, but I, but I agree that just get this movie out, get rid of this Skywalk Skywalker you know, saga, start something fresh, start something new, start the next chapter of Star Wars. Don't keep bringing up shit that happened forty two years ago. The fact. That they withheld what Finn was going to say to Ray and never pay it off is insulting to our intelligence, Sam. Have you ever heard of the Chekhov's gun theory? Chekhov's gun? Yeah. So it's an old film theory. If you put something in a movie in the start, you, pay it off. you have to pay it off. And when they didn't... <laughs> well, he paid off. You said in the dumbass in, interview. In interview yeah. after the film came out, which most people I thought aren't the, even, I thought the whole thing was stupid. I, I didn't give a shit. I honestly didn't give a shit what he, had to, what he wanted to, to tell Ray. Because I swear to you, it, I was like, it doesn't mean anything. It's stupid. It should have, but to, fine, I agree. But it should have still happened. They should have still yeah, said something. it at some point in but the again, movie. Finn it come never out. knew what the fuck to do. All three films, he never knew when to tell her. Oh, this new girl, I'm good. I'm not gonna tell you anymore. Fuck out of here. Um, here's a, this one's not my original opinion. I saw this on a video, so I can't take credit for this opinion, but I agree with it. So here this goes, and this is actually really funny now that I saw it a second time, and like I saw it after I saw this thing and i wanted to pay attention to it and it's so real and so right almost every scene in the goddamn movie is this good guys talking bad guy shows up they run good guys talking bad guy shows up they run good guys talk dude every fucking scene is like that and it's like shot 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 shock value run battle move on do it again. It's so crazy. Think about the desert scene in the party. Good guys talking, they show up. Bad guys show and they run. Yeah. <laughs> they run yeah. to the desert. No, you're right. You're it's, right. It's crazy oh, how, like that. how much that happens. It's It made the movie very predictable after a while. Uh, I know you have an opinion on this. I do too. The ending kiss between Ray and Kylo was incredibly, pardon the pun, forced. I, yeah, I missed. I, I. It was such fan service, dude. I it was just, to appease the people that wanted Raylo, I think it's called. I never wanted them. Like, I never like saw them at all. Even when he showed up with his pants, one to one, it was it the, the, the separate his pants off to his chest, no shirt. Oh, dude, like it was. It took me out of the movie, and and them two kiss whatever late. Uh, again, it, the, it, it did nothing for me. If you edit out the kiss and just let him die, and let and she just charges him up with life force, which was stupid. I, again, uh, I don't. I don't even like that. Or, I don't no, I'm like. Sorry, that. he charges her up. Like all of that. If you, if they did that and just edited out the kiss, would have been a better scene. Would have been a better scene. Still I, stupid. Stupid. I, but it would have been a better scene. The only one I want to see given life force or anything like that is is a Yoda species type. That's the. They never introduced that into the originals. Yeah. Has that always been a thing, or is that just made up from the Mandalorian? Did they take that right from Baby Yoda? I don't know. Sean, let me know. Send me a message after you. You're I'm angry. Sure it's in, this. I'm sure it's in a side story or one of the stupid yeah, comics. Right, but that it's, just, we'll, it's just frustrating. That we'll never read. Another one. This was super dumb to me. Snoke in a jar. Uh, Palpatine just says, yeah, I created Snoke. No, d- what a way to fucking wreck I, I, I think I looked at you as like dumb. I don't like that at all. What a dumb way to wreck Which was followed by, I am all this is. No. Wrong. <laughs> you're not. You're the emperor. I disagree. <laughs> Sean, we're sorry. I love you, brother. Uh, I, I, oh man, uh, this was something that I think I'm in the minority on, and that's okay. 
the whole Ray Skywalker slash Ray Palpatine thing. We find out she's a Palpatine. Um, we find out she's a Skywalker at the end because the whole film is like, be proud of your lineage. And at the end, she's like, fuck that. I'm going with yeah. Skywalker, who is clearly, I mean, Anakin ain't the best guy, uh, uh, but fuck my lineage because <laughs> yeah. I think it should have been Ray Palpatine and she would have been able to maybe start to turn the name around. But at the end of the day, how much screen time between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi does Rey get with Luke Skywalker? Not much. Not much. Not much. In The in the Rise of Skywalker, they go through the training montage yeah, with her it. and that, Leia, right? Yeah. No, with her and Leia. Okay. Through the woods yeah, and all yeah, stuff. Yeah. They say they train for about a year. Yeah. So in reality, Rey Organa would have been more impactful if she said Rey Organa. Carried on Leia's name. Leia spent more time with her. Taught her more. Did more for her. Loved her more. But she says Skywalker because it had gotten the cheap pop from the fans yeah. for the fan service. Because no, that's I, the big I agree. Thing. She was definitely closer with Leia. It, it, it makes perfect sense. If at the I, end, I, I didn't even like honestly, I didn't even like. I think I was just so disappointed at the ending. I was just like, I'm done. If put this to the pasture, like old Yeller. If she would have just come out and said, "I'm Ray Morgana," I'd have popped. I'd have popped. I, I think I would have liked that more than Skywalker. I agree. Uh, let's see. Oh, I didn't. This again, not my, uh, not my original thought. Saw this on a YouTube video because I don't read those fucking side books. But in the side, in the Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker dictionary play along book that comes out with all the movies, it says that each star destroyer, which is all the fleet yeah, that yeah, Palpatine yeah. built with the fucking planet destroyer, in there, each one of those needs a crew of twenty nine thousand to yeah, operate. Yeah. And now Palpatine have over a hundred of those ships magically. How in the hell, A, number one, did he magically recruit all these people and keep it a secret? Some fucking cult. And B, in such a short time, how in the hell did Lando recruit such a huge army of ships to come down and, and save the day magically? And, it, and it, how it, do they all find and, the no, And again, brain? it's just something that you see, have to imagine that happened off screen. Which is dumb. So turn off your brain. What, Lando, oh! a, Lando and his cell phone just scrolled yeah. through and he said, oh, there's the Mandalorian, there's the other ships, there's this, there's yeah. that, I know this guy. Come on, dude. I agree, 100%. There's no way he recruited all those people in such a short I just, time. I don't even agree. Palpatine shouldn't even have been the big bad. I, I just I think that was a miss. I agree with that. He was just so shoehorned in last minute. You could tell that the original story did not have him. And if it did, it was in a very minor mm-hmm. role. Um, he probably should have just stayed dead at the end of six. And no, JJ was like, no, nah, fuck that. Like it, and his lightning bolts at the end, I was like, oh, I got, I got a thing okay, about that. Okay, I got a thing about it's that. just, come on, man. Here's back to the whole uh, side stuff. To tell some of your story through Fortnite is fucking retarded. Uh, I yep. won't say the R word. It's fucking stupid. Yep. I will uh, never play that game. If you're going to do that, play that audio before the movie. Play that audio during the credits. Something. Play that audio before the title crawl. Some, make the title crawl that audio. Yeah. And let's hear it as we read it on the screen. Something. Not everyone plays fucking Fortnite. Everyone needs to hear that audio, though. Yeah. So yeah. that needed to be somewhere in that film. <laughs> I'll let you go here. Uh, I hated that Finn is Force-sensitive. Uh, it goes nowhere. Yeah. Because His of- whole fucking character went nowhere. <laughs> Not everyone needs to be uh, Force-sensitive. Yeah. I, I, but I also just think Finn was a dumb character in general. The mic is no. Yours. I I literally you from I said that from the very beginning from him he was a pointless character. I never was. I never felt. I never gave a shit with him and Rose. I didn't give a shit about him and oh no, Lando's got a dog. I don't give a shit. Now they're just throwing all the old characters. Guess what? They all got kids. There you go. Here's all your sequels coming. You're gonna love my next film or my next. Book. I, I I just I just wish that he was just rewritten. 
not everyone needs to be related. <laughs> yep, literally, and, and that's how it is. Oh, boom, related. Oh, 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 boom, here's Lando's kid. Oh, go go check the robot that you just built. He's probably half Lando's. Uh, come on, no. Nah. Jenna, uh, I'm talking to you and Lando. There is no need for you to be related. If you would have left that out of, I don't even know who my father is. Well, let's go find out. If you wanted to open the next Star Wars movie and make it about Jana, whether that be the next prequel or spinoff, whatever, and then you just find out that eventually during that film or they just go on a fucking mission together because they're cool homies. They don't have to be related. Not everybody needs to have a father-son thing. You don't need the next generation of Star Wars heroes to be the re- the relatives of the old ones. That just keeps no. the old I ones know, I know. Rel- that's what I, do. I want new characters. I'm right. tired of fucking siblings. Fuck. Yeah, it just, it just keeps the old ones in our minds. Jesus. And says, like, what if? Even like Gears of War, the main characters are the fucking kids of the fucking almost all the main characters' kids. I'm like, why? Why make them related? There's tons of people on the planet. Yeah. You gotta pick the related ones. You not everyone the same has to five. Be, not everyone has to be related. I one thousand percent believe in this. Although we don't love her as a character, man, I think Rose got done dirty. Oh, hundred percent. And it's not, it's not her fault as an actress. It's just so got eviscerated so, with eight. So JJ back there on his fucking computer with his iron glasses. He's making this movie, writing the script, and he says, "Oh, I, I'm going. I went online, and she had to delete her social media, and she got all this hate and probably death threats from our fucking viral fan base, and all this bullshit that she had to go through personally." Yeah, let's listen to that. What the fuck are you doing? I almost, in spite, would have loved even more screen time. She could have been the one that gathered all those troops at the end instead of Lando or whomever the fuck did it. We, or I'm just or, guessing or helped him or did something. something yeah. But all that happened, and I mentioned this last week, spoiler free, that I think she got done dirty. Now I can find say it why take a guess sam quiz how much screen time total one minute and 26 seconds 16 one minute and 16 seconds your 126 was an overshot wow. holy fuck man if that doesn't tell you how I, much i was gonna re- say two minutes <laughs> they really retconned one of the main characters from eight now was the casino stuff dominate yes was the fucking crash kiss dumb yes Horrible. but they completely retconned her potential relationship with finn they didn't even make it a crush and she says guys i'm coming and the way they wrote her out of the movie was nah bitch stay here yeah yeah we're good Make sure, make sure that you know the, the floors are mopped, and that's it. <laughs> and that's it. She said, "I can see her in the background of one scene, just mopping the floor." Uh, it's uh, it, it, again spraying the pine salt. Terrible. I can't stand what they did to her. And I don't even like her as a yeah. character. But I hate that they listened to the fan base yes. of how much they hated her. Well, that's her what as everyone said with JJ. Basically, this whole movie was. But a then, fan but then he didn't give us fucking Poe and Finn, which a lot of the fan base wanted. I just like. See, I, I didn't want that. I, that I, I can't. That's fine. That, that's fine. Not everybody wanted, it, but a very, very vocal majority of people really wanted something like that, and maybe not something to that effect. But like. You, you don't have to listen to everything the fan base says, man. I, I just wish that Rose got a little bit more justice because yeah. even she said how disappointed she was about this her of course, role in this film. Of course, gotta and, be. And who wouldn't be? A minute and 16? I guarantee you they shot 10, 15 minutes of screen time I'd be time humiliated to go to the premiere of your family and like, you blinked and you missed me. And then eight is her big legacy. Yeah. And that just, it wasn't a good yeah. part. So like now Rose is almost a fucking afterthought. Yeah. She yeah. is no, she an is. afterthought. And like, you're, oh, man, like. I, like I said, I bet you they shot 10, 15 minutes of her on screen and then just scrapped it in the cutting room. Yep. And she probably felt all high and mighty like Teddy KGB. Yeah, oh, look who's talking now. Yeah. And she just doesn't get it. And I thought she got done real fucking dirty. When Ray jumps over the giant chasm. I said this to you right after the, the movie. These were the two nitpicks I, I picked up in the first 10 minutes uh, on our first watch. When Ray jumps over the giant chasm during her training, uh, she jumps over this big chasm with her stick in her helmet and all this stuff. And then on the other side, magically BB-8 just shows up. 
Motherfucker can't jump. Yeah. How did he how get How did you over? get there? He how went right he? up the hill. <laughs> I, I need someone to explain to me how BB-8 got to the other side. He's all-wheel drive. It's a, it's a gap. <laughs> he's going to fall hundreds of he's feet. He's got boosters? That's what I'm no, thinking no, someone's no. going to say, that he's got magic boosters. Uh, I, I want some fucking person out there to, to hit me up and say, this is how BB-8 oh. got across the chasm. And if you can't, if let you us, can't. Let us know, Sean. <laughs> there are more people, I promise. If you can't. Star Wars, the corner view. Love Star Wars. Tyler loves Star Tell me how yeah. BB-8 got across that chasm because I can't see it. And if you start to see my point on that, then the other things that we're nitpicking may fall into place for you. My other big nitpick here, when they're in the desert party and that girl, I, I don't remember what race, when she gives the necklace to Ray, Ray is speaking to her in English without C-3PO translating it, and she understands it fine, but she can only speak her native language that needs to be translated by CP. C-3PO, that makes no sense. How can she understand English but only speak her native tongue? That doesn't make sense. If if Ray spoke and C-3PO translated to her, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's so fucking dumb. All right, you know I'm going to roll, bro. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Dio, Janna, General Pride, Zori Bliss, Babu Frick. These are the new characters, at least most of them, introduced in this new film. And for the first time, they are almost entirely fucking pointless. Without their contributions to this film, this movie would be basically the same fucking thing. Babu Frick, you could say, well, he reprogrammed C-3PO. And that's the most important thing. Motherfucker, that's a lie. R2-D2 had a backup of all of C-3PO's memories. memories. So it was pointless, pointless. You unprogrammed him, deprogrammed him, shut him off, whatever, wiped him so he could forget that he's allowed to read the Sith language because no No, droids That's all he did then. That's all he did, but then he just got reprogrammed with his memories. How much more impactful would it have been if he never got those memories back? I liked it a lot better. It would have had consequences. By taking, and that scene by saying, let me take a last look at my my friends. friends. It it took that away. And that's it. And we never see him again. Yeah, I agree. That would have been good. Holy fuck, what a great way to end C-3PO's arc. But no, he just comes back next scene and says, bye, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that's Alpha 5, yeah. but what, what are you going to do? I was going to let it go. <laughs> R2-D2 has the backup. They were simply in there, these new characters, to sell toys. Sell 100%. Now, toys. I'm, I went to the Disney store in Cherry Home Mall last weekend. Dio shit everywhere. Oh, of course. Dio shit everywhere. General Pride was on the red carpet, and they said, tell us about your character. And he said, I can't. Yeah, I remember you said that last episode. What the yeah. fuck? Uh, you can throw the Knights of Ren in there too how pumped up were these dudes uh, oh people were talked about like, oh these are the best things and they ended up being yeah. as dispatchable yeah, as team rocket yeah literally yeah 100%. they're blasting off again yeah that's how pointless 100%. the knights of ren were i wanted something fucking fierce and but they all have cool designs so guess what toys, toys. that's it it's all they were for and you're all gonna have them and all the star wars fans out there bought the five pack they have with to, the they knights have of ren dude they're completists and, and, and hey as an, as a collector i understand you have to have them I but understand. they are fucking characters to sell merchandise yep. every new character was to sell merchandise nobody had a long lasting piece of the plot because guess what this is the end there is no episode 10 of the skywalker saga so if these people have this thing that they can pay off they're doing it on their own film in a in a spinoff film, which by the way still takes place in the Skywalker saga, it still takes yep. place on that timeline. Yep. Let's get away from that timeline. Let's go to the past. Let's go to the future. Let's go to a different. No, planet. let's go to the future. Come on, let's. let's I'm forward. fine with that too. I'm fine with that too. Let's go forward. You know, please. some people are hating on the Mandalorian, hating on it. Good. That's I, tough. I, if you want to hate on it, hate. Yeah, uh, I tough. don't know why. Uh, one, two, only three more. Not bad. Wow, not too bad. I thought we'd have been here for like four uh, more hours. Chewie's death fake-out was not only incredibly predictable, yeah, that, but uh, they confirm that he was still alive like one or two scenes later. Yeah. One yeah. or two scenes oh, dude, maximum. It, dude, it was 
It gave us no time to soak nope. that in. Man, nope. at least give us a half hour. Let us find out when Ray finds out. Yeah. But we found out well before her because he shows up when they pull up the door and he's there. Yep, Ray doesn't yep, know for another yep. half hour. If we well, would have yeah, found out know. with Ray, better, maybe a little bit better. better. Yeah, I agree. Sam, you took a piss. And in the time you left to the time you came back, I found back out. You, found, you found out. Yeah, I think Greg says last time, I'm waiting for you. Tell me what you missed. And then you didn't say anything. Because as soon as you <laughs> sat back down, she was like, I'm back. Like, you didn't even see him die, but you saw him return in the time it took to take a whiz. Yeah. That is absurd. Yeah, that is it, 100%. It, 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 there was no impact. You, I was like, oh, man, Joey's back quick. <laughs> that was a whole and four, you didn't even know he left. That was a whole three you minutes. You weren't even there when he got killed. You didn't even come back and say, man, what What happened? Oh, Chewie must have died? You didn't even look at me and say, hey, how did he die or how was this fake? You didn't care because it didn't have any impact. Uh-huh. Note to Palpatine. This is to the Sith Lightning. Uh, when your Sith Lightning starts to be absorbed and blocked by Ray's lightsaber... Just stop using it. Yeah, 100%. Why are you going harder? I was, like, I was like, like, you don't have other powers. You're supposed to be all the cysts in one. But that's your only fucking move? Come on. Come on. Give her the old C-punch. Dude, Give her the old kick. Dude, it's like something. Like, oh my god, I'm, I'm the lord I'm the, of all cysts. I can only do this lightning. Dumb. And it's lazy writing. When when Ray is literally deflecting it, and then it's so weak, she has time to grab a second yeah. lightsaber yeah. Dude. and yeah. do it again. Just stop using the lightning. Yeah. It didn't end well for you with Mace Windu. It didn't end well for you with Vader. It's not going to end well with you for Ray. for three, dude. Dude, stop using your didn't force help me with Yoda. Literally choker. Yeah. Give Use your force, force choke. choke. Do something. Or the Sith choke. Lazy Whatever. writing. It's horribly lazy writing. It didn't work for you the first two times. It's not going to work for you ever like, again. I, I, honestly, I, I'm gonna, when I meet up with Sean, I'm going to ask him, like, what do you, what do you, like, how do you defend that? Why, why, if he has all this, is, why is he only using lightning power, which he's, like, and why does he it? use it more why? when she's blocking I'm just like, why? Just stop using it. How can you defend, like, I understand, I want you to defend this. I want you to tell me. What are his other moves? I accept, this is my last one. I accept that force ghosts exist. Like yeah, I, okay. it's a yeah. it's a way to keep yeah. characters yeah, in there after they die. I accept that, and they actually have free reign. Even though I personally think they should only be allowed to appear on Je- Je- Jedi Jeddah, I think is the name of the planet, the Jedi home planet. I think it's the only place Sith or Force Ghost should be. Whatever, I'll even accept the Force healing because I just love the okay. Mandalorian. I'll I think, I, I, think I know where you're going with this. No, I don't think you do. But I hope you know that the existence of Force healing. And, and Jedi ghosts, force ghosts, mm-hmm. 100% lessens the stakes for the Star Wars universe moving forward. Yeah, 100%. Anyone that's da- dead can come yeah, back. Yeah, like, I thought you were going to say when she threw the, the lightsaber and then Han caught it. Or okay. um, Luke caught it. Yeah. That's, that what, was I thought, weird I, that's what I thought you were going to say. That can physically exist. That's a little weird. That's what I thought you were going to say. Where the fuck was this force heal and this force ghost and this life force giving when Qui-Gon died? Wow, really could have used it then, couldn't they? Maybe Obi-Wan, who is one of the more powerful Jedis, maybe could have used it on him after he yeah. cut Darth Maul in half. But instead he just holds him and says, no, could have just yeah, healed the motherfucker. I agree. I agree. And, and, and we could still have Qui-Gon to this day. An old-ass Qui-Gon? Yeah. Can you imagine would, Liam would, Neeson in old makeup? I would love it, dude. I, 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 it was one of the best parts of that movie. I'll accept the Force Ghost shit because it's fun. You can bring back the old characters for a fucking spell. I like that. But just please understand that it just lessens the stakes because now yeah. anytime I see a good guy dying, I'm literally just going to say, bring him back. Yeah. I agree. So that wraps it up. There are our thoughts. Spoilerific spoiler cast of The Rise of Skywalker. Sam, I did a lot of the talking there and I just want to hear your thoughts overall. Just on the rise of Skywalker and, and the impact it has in the franchise. I, I, no, I, I, you know me. I'm always trying to be positive, but 
Uh, to be honest, man, eight and nine were, they just missed for me, man. Like they, they did. You saw me like I, I, I didn't laugh once in nine. That should tell me everything I need to know about the film. I didn't feel like anything was at stake. Like, and I think everything we hit was basically everything I didn't like and the little bit I did like, and I didn't even agree with everything that you liked. So it's like, I, I just think it was rushed. Favorite character in the film? In just nine? Yes. <sighs> Any character. Favorite character. Any character. I mean, I guess it would probably have to be... Ray? It would probably have to be Ray. Yeah. Least favorite character. Finn. Uh, Just, I mean, that's, I don't have to think. Like, there's no... Like, I didn't even care if seeing C-3PO... I just didn't care. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm done. Like, they lost me. I, but I I'm glad... I could... I'll, like, I'll say this. I'm glad we got eight and I because... I guess it, it closed out that saga. I, I guess the best what they can come up with. I, I don't know, but I, I'm just I just want new Star Wars. I don't want it to happen a year from now. I want give us some years. Let it's been quiet in the world. There's no Vaders or whatever. There's some good people the next twenty years or something. Well, they said they're going to take three years off before the next Star Wars movie. I'd love to see the title crawl for that movie. Like the galaxy was at peace. Dot, that, dot, that's dot. what I want. That's what I want. Until. Galaxy was at peace for the next fifty years or some kind of give me some space. The space is all the old guys are de gone. Yeah, and give me new fresh characters to so I can invest. I hope in. we don't get like a Jana spinoff. Jana, I do. I don't want none of that because I, that means Lando's in it, and that like, just means old characters. Once you, again. once you hit me with Lando's daughter, and then and he's like, oh, well, there goes the chick. So there's your, there's your new love interest. And I was like, yeah, Finn and Jana, and then I, um, I just didn't care, man. I'm I'm just glad that it's done. It's over with. I saw it, but hey, like we always say, if you guys loved it, great. I, I will yep. never, I will never make fun of you. Say shit. I'm just glad you know. I, but I, if you want to have a conversation, it's unless it's Sean. No, but I would want to have a conversation why you loved it. That's all. Let me hear why you loved it. That's the first thing I asked you. What did you love about this film? And, yep. we, and you struggled. I did. And, and, me, and I came you, up with the score, no, the sound, no, yeah. and the visuals. And, when, and, and honestly, when you say "say," would you know? What did you love about the film? Like that, the score. That's love is a strong word. Just like hate. Hate's a strong word. Love's a strong word. Yeah. Come on. It, I mean, here's a hot take. Star Wars hasn't made a great movie since 1983. Haven't made a good one since 2015. Haven't made a great one since 1983 with Episode Six. The prequels weren't great. None of these three films were great. The Force Awakens was good, and it's one of my favorite Star Wars. But at the end of the day, it's a remake of A New Hope. Yeah. It's just good. Yeah, I just saw and a lot of people fucking good. shit on that one. So like, what the fuck? Since 1999, when the Phantom Menace came out, that means 20 years of people. Making shitty Star Wars it's like, movies. It's like Rogue One, I like the last ten minutes. We are. No, 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 Rogue One was okay. I, I did kind of enjoy Rogue I, One. I feel like if I rewatch it, I'll like it a little bit more. Yeah. The reason I hate it is because it concretes things that mm-hmm. were in my imagination. Maybe I should just go back and watch it as a movie, and maybe I'll like it a little bit more. But at the end of the day, I liked it better than eight nine. <laughs> I, I bet I probably would at this at the, another rewatch. At the end of the day, the best thing you're cranking at are video games and TV shows. Even with Clone Wars, I hear is really good, and Rebels, I hear is really good, and it tells a lot yeah. of stories and this, that, and the other that we don't get. Like it's a great universe, but at the same time, your main films, the thing that got you on the map, haven't been good, great since 1983. We are living on the back of the original trilogy here, and that means six, now eight, if you count Rogue One and Solo films, have passed without us getting out of the theater and saying, "Man, that was fucking Dude, amazing." If I'm George Lucas, I'm laughing. I'm just laughing. That's it. Four billion dollars to, to quote white slavers dude what the fuck yeah. were you thinking when you said that 
Anyway, yep. we love certain things about Star Wars. Like I said, games, TV shows, and we're going to spend some time talking about the finale, episode 8 of season 1 of The Mandalorian, the best piece of Star Wars content ever yep. created. And we both agree on that one. Yeah. So, uh, just just episode 8? We're going to do a whole season 1 thing, but we got to start with 8. My favorite episode of the season. Damn. Good for you. Not me. Yeah, that, but up there. I, I absolutely... I, I, I freaking loved it. Uh, just... Seeing like I see a lot of memes now of kind of saying uh, Disney's next princesses, and it's the one that uh, I forget her name, but the one that's making all the armor, yeah. And then uh, the other ones, um, uh, Gina Carano. So like they're the two princesses. I loved her fight. So you, she's kneeling. You think like that's it for? Her, and she whoops the shit out of these six stormtroopers. Oh my god! Were they all stormtroopers? I can't remember. I think so. They oh really, my. they really went ham on stormtroopers not hitting the broadside of a barn with their lightsabers. Oh, John Favreau. Uh, really uh, and and if you want to talk just off right off the beginning off. Uh, um, episode eight. I loved the intro with the with the two speeders. Yeah. One being uh, Sudeikis. Yeah. Thought that was great. They even throw in. That was funny. Was they even funny. throw in the line where they start shooting the thing on the ground. Yeah, and and the long running joke. They both miss and never question anything. <laughs> so I, I, you know that they're punching Baby Yoda. I'm a, that was fucked up. It was fucked up. Then he's ah. And I'm, oh, you better watch it. He gonna <laughs> he gonna choke that motherfucker. You know, I was waiting for some kind of shit to happen. Like, I knew something was coming because they were just there too long. So I, what's going to happen? But I I wasn't really expecting uh. Eleven that comes zooming in and killing him, taking the baby and going. Yo, he IG Eleven, man, what a hero! No, th- this was his what, redemption. That was his. It was his episode. Hundred mm-hmm. percent his episode. Walking of, through fucking lava. Jesus Christ! Totally reminded me of T two. If it didn't remind anyone else of T two, yeah, reminded me of the grandma and Dante's peak. All I thought of that was the thumb of Terminator going down. I was like, oh man, here we go. And it just did that whole scene. At, oh, you I, never I saw Dante it. speak? I did something with freaking Pierce Brosnan. Of course. It, it, the Hamilton. I Dante speak came out the same time Volcano did. The only two Volcano movies ever and they came out within five months of each other. Dante speak, the, the grandma, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, the grandma walks across the poison lake to deliver the deliver. kid and she fucking melts it. That's exactly what that I thought crazy. of. I thought about was, G11. It's, it's been a while since I've seen Dante <laughs> speak. I was like, the right. grandma from Dante speak. That was horrifying right. as a child. With I love that movie, by the way. It's horrible, but it's got a soft spot. Because I'm, I was fascinated by volcanoes. Anyway, back to the Mandalorian, like IG-11's episode for sure. Uh, let's just dive into the big twist ending before we kind of break down the rest. Is because I've got three, I got three messages from people, all saying, "Now I know you're not a Star Wars guy, so I know you don't know what the dark saber is." But a holy motherfuck, dude, this I, thing is important. Of, once I saw it, I yeah. knew it had to be important, so yeah. I did a bunch of research. Of on course, it. and the only, the only time, it, obviously, it's never showed up live action. The only time it, I think, was the cl- animated Clone Wars uh, and Rebels and Rebels. So it, it, it's there. I know that it's, it's in like the last episode. I know that sure. the Dark Saber is a huge backstory for the Mandalorian. It was the Mandalorians, but obviously, um, this guy's uh, uh, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. He, I guess, kills everyone, steals it. And now he has it. So I don't know. Is there only one in the world? Is that I, I don't know the, I, the history. I'd, I'd like to say yes. There's only one. Okay, so he's the only one. That, okay, so now it only makes sense now that eventually Mando is going to get it back. Eventually, uh, I would. I would like to assume. I, I, all I said was, I really hope that, um, that Moff Gideon doesn't just die in Episode Eight because that's like if there's one downfall in this show, and I get it if people actually have this problem with the show, is it's a very like open and shut show, episode by episode. The only two cliffhangers that connected were seven and eight, and if you just like started at seven, you'd be like, okay, I can still. The one cliffhanger it. they left was what six of the ending of. The, the guy walking to Ming Na Wen's character and five. That was five. So that was we st- and we still don't know who that was. Probably. Yes, and that, and that was the only one that they left it open where we yeah. still don't we know. Still what don't happened. know. And my biggest thing was 
man, I really hope that they just don't kill him off and end eight all nice and tidy. And we have no idea where season two is going to go. And as soon as he crashed his, I think it was the next wing or a TIE fighter or an X fighter. I don't remember. I don't think uh, it was TIE fighter. Uh, as soon as he crashed, I was like, "All right, he living." I didn't know he was going to bust out with the dark saber. Oh, that, that, which that was that was a cool like moment. That it was, was a, cool a very moment. very cool moment, even for two of us who aren't like up on the lore. I just like knew. Sean probably creamed his. I knew sweatpants. He, he don't wear jeans. He told me. I knew <laughs> that that was a big thing. Like I knew that there was going to be gravity there. I knew that that thing yeah. must have a bunch of lore. So immediately I went online. I said, "What's?" The, I actually wrote into Google, Google, "What is this black lightsaber?" That's yeah. what I wrote. I I love the fact that basically at the end, Mando. Turned into Batman. Okay, uh, do just tell. just the hell you mean the whole grapple the whole thing when he when he comes storming and he, he's gonna oh, kill yeah, us yeah. next time he goes, but in there he's, he grappled he yeah. he, he fucking Batman him yeah zoomed up to him just like Batman's utility belt so the whole time I'm like all right John Favreau I see you you got to like Batman a little bit because he that was literally Batman doing that sands, doing bombs sands, on the sands, thing sands the jetpack sands oh, the jetpack Batman's got a jetpack. <laughs> but but still though, but still that 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 paid off the moment when I got to get me one of those. So that paid yeah. that off, which which was nice. Yeah. Um. Uh. In referring, I think that was even in seven when he said I got to get me one of those, or maybe that was early. In yeah, eight. it was like four or five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was earlier than that. Holy shit. Um. But just overall, really satisfying ending to the to the season. We know season two coming fall twenty twenty. We know that there's going to be more beasties because John Favreau put out a statue yep. of one of them. So we know that that whatever beast that was, I'm hyped to see that was going to be in season two. But overall, just like. Such a, it was just a satisfying conclusion. The only, I think the only plot part where I'm like, wow, that was a little rushed was just they're walking when IG 11 kills himself or kills himself. Basically they don't sit and like dwell on it. Thank him for it. You, again, you don't really feel the weight well, yeah, well, because the TIE fighters come and shoot I, at I, him. I, I, get, okay. I get it. I get it. But at the end of all that, instead of like thinking back on those who have been lost in this big battle, because the assumption is Moff Gideon's dead because he crashes at this point. This is after all that. They're walking through the lava plains to try and get back to the ship. And all of a sudden, Carl Weathers and Gina Carrado's characters just stop. And they're like, all right, setting up camp here. Nah. Peace out. And I'm like, whoa. I literally went, what? And I rewound it. And I was like, did I miss something? Yeah. And I'm, no, they just kind of stopped. And we're like, yeah, we're going to build this here. And Gina's going to stay here. And I was like, that's the one thing. Like, that feels really rushed. And I thought I, I other people would feel that way. But I didn't hear anybody talk about that or bitch about that online. So I guess I'm fucking wrong. I'll say two things. I got one gripe and one other thing I loved. I'll sure. start with the, my one gripe. Was when they're they're trapped. And he's, the, get the cannon. We'll give you the nightfall. You know when they're trapped in that building? Oh my god, yeah, I agree so, with that. So 100%. that to me, that was like okay, that's very convenient to the plot. I very convenient. I actually remember thinking that when I watched it was why would Moff Gideon just not do it now? Exactly, he was already shot up the place. So to me, I was like, okay, I, I let that one slide. That, that that's probably my biggest part of uh, probably the whole show. Yeah. I think badass flamethrower though. I mean, my, the, the scene that I loved was was Baby Yoda. Yeah, Walker, you knew it was coming, but yeah. the look he gives you. But like my favorite moment, I, I, I wait for it every time. After that, that whole scene was great. He blocked, they're all basically about to get roasted alive. Mm-hmm. Baby Yoda waddles up a little bit. Boom, does the force, saves our ass. And then just his fall back and nudge me pass out. Dude, I laugh. I love it. I, I almost wait for every episode. It was perfect. It was hilarious. And he's a little badass. My boy. Um, I've only watched the episode like one and a half times. Like I said, a couple points where I rewound, so it's been like a week. I only now. watched it one. I'm only on that one view watch. Yeah, and it's still it's still hype in my mind. So that, that to me, that's telling me good things. So this was your number one show of the year. Yeah. This was probably my yep. number four if I had to rank it. Um, just overall, like 
This kind of came out of nowhere to be a sensation. It came out of nowhere for me. I did not expect to love this show. Based on the first trailer, I was out. I was not excited. Then that second trailer we talked about, I said, okay, this has me intrigued. Yeah, you have my attention. But then that first episode was fucking perfect. It got everything. It had everything. They had. I'm trying to think. You watched it back to back. Yeah, both the first two episodes I watched back to back. I I did. I I never do that to any shows. To it could be Batman. I don't do that shit. But for this one, I was like, I, I have to. I, it would just it, – I had my money. I, at that point, for like the first couple episodes, didn't know that every episode would kind of just start and end, start and end, start and end. So like event, like I said, eventually that kind of grinded on me. And the reason it didn't hit for me in my top three was because the boys didn't have the middle of the season drag that the Mandalorian had for episodes four and five. Those yeah. two just – they were not good episodes of television for me. I checked my phone more times than I didn't. I just was not invested in the forced love story and the – I thought Gina Carrado's character was just one and done at the time. Now we know she's not. And episode five even was just like, what the fuck? Then six and seven happened, especially six with Bill Burr. Um, I just, and it brought me back, but to, to have only eight episodes at only about 28 to 35 minutes per episode with five minutes of credits to only have that much screen time and to have two wasted episodes, which is basically one hour of four, 25% of the show didn't hit for me. The boys didn't have that. Yeah. I think there was only one episode of, of Mandalore and I was like, okay. I, and it was the movie. Like I, I yeah. watched the seven Savage. I was like, I know that story. And yeah. I was like, okay, like I, that's, I know exactly where you got it from. Yeah. I like that. They drew that. I like that. There was obvious comparisons to other pieces of media yeah. that they were tipping their hat to. That to me was really actually, that was really nice. I mean, they um, didn't just tip the hat on that. They just, they, they, just they did threw it. their whole clothes at everybody. It was like, well, this is us. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't quite know if we could have predicted just how big Baby Yoda no, would dude, have turned and, out to be. Dude, the best is we didn't know. It wasn't spoiled for us. Agree. We found that on the and, and if great we point. didn't watch but if we didn't watch that episode and we found that before, I think that I think the show changes a little bit. Because you didn't have us completely by surprise. We watched it as soon as it dropped. So we had no, as soon I watched as, it at three o'clock. The best is as soon as I got done. The first when I went on Twitter, is there's Baby Yoda. So it was like, if I didn't watch it, then I'm screwed. And it kept my attention because I stayed off my phone. Good That's point. always a good thing. Yeah, I was. I would say what five of the eight. I pretty much stayed off my phone completely. Um, four and four and five. I did a lot, and three even. There was a little point where I was like, okay, but again, great beginning, fucking fantastic ending. Yeah, really good for a season. Overall. Like I said, it's my number four, but it's still a nine out of ten show for me. Yeah, I, I that dude, just says obviously how strong, it, was, it was my favorite show of the year. Th- that just says how strong 2019 was for television. What a great no, it, year. I think television it, is overtaking movies. Oh, I agree. I think it, TV had the best year. Out of everything we saw, I I would say I, TV I, took it. I would too. I would even put that over gaming. I know there was a lot of great games this year. A lot. But 2017 to me was a better year. And 2018, even last year with God of War and Spider-Man was great. This year had some great games. Yep, but there were no games besides Pokemon that I'm dying to finish. So I would say that the TV 100% took the took the cake in media this year. Excellent, excellent show. So, super hype for season two. Yeah, bro, I'm ready. Now let's get into the episode. <laughs> let's, uh, two gonna, hours in, let's go. We're going to fly through the rest yeah. of the episode. We're going to have our nerdy news. And it's a slow news week. We picked this week to do the awards and stuff because we know it's going to be a slow news week. So let's just get through. Yeah, we're going to bang this out. We're not going to do... Um, a lot of the things we normally do, we're just going to fly through it. The Uncharted movie in the movie section. The Uncharted movie has lost its sixth director. Travis Knight is out of the project. But what I read that, but Tom Holland is still attached. And I believe Mark Wahlberg is also still attached to the film. So it's, it didn't fully fall apart, but 
It's my, hanging by a thread. In my 2020 wish list, I said I hope it just gets canceled. Six directors. That means six different visions. Tom Holland's Spider-Man uh, schedule is holding up the production of this film. So at the end of the day, pick your poison. Do you want good Spider-Man films or do you want a mediocre Uncharted movie? The end of the day, I mean, give or, me or, the good Spider-Man. Or Spider- just wait until they get the Uncharted film completely down. By know, then, Uncharted. down the hatches. By then, Uncharted will be, uh, unless they do a, a new one. But again, it's a remake. Maybe Nathan Drake's not going to be the main character. So Uncharted's going to be irrelevant or less relevant and tom holland's only getting older true this true. is tough for me on a sixth director no, true. Dude, this it's, movie it's, started it's in production movie. in 2011 Damn. that was after uncharted 2 uncharted i mean 2. at that point i mean in 11 i would have cast nathan fillion fuck man but you need a break from castle and he did a great job in that yep. short man at the end of the day I give me wanna... an uncharted series 10 dude, episodes dude, let's go if they came out with that with nathan i'm all in let's go in Fucking 10 episodes, Nathan Drake, the post-Uncharted 4 uh, thing to get us through to Uncharted 5. Give me just a mini-series. I don't even need seasons. Done. That'd be great. Uh, Ryan Reynolds confirms that Deadpool 3 is in development at Marvel Studios. Marvel owns Fox now, so... Yeah, obviously. But we knew this was a thing. It was only a matter of time. Obviously, Deadpool 1 and 2 both made a boatload of money. And when uh, Reynolds posted a picture in front of Marvel Studios, you know he's working on more Deadpool, maybe X-Force, but definitely Deadpool 3 is coming soon. Uh... In shocking news, we talked about this last week, but we didn't have a confirmed date. Mm-mm. We now know that on uh, January 6th, 2020, and it will be on our Facebook, so you can watch it there. Hopefully, we don't get our Facebook canceled for having it. We're getting a trailer for New Mutants. A new trailer for New Mutants. Uh, it's, a, it's been a long time coming. I have no idea what to expect. How much like, different is this trailer? This movie was basically I, entirely I, reshot. I remember if I, it's going to be Kate Mara's wig. Like a, yeah, the one was like a horror <laughs> show. It was like a, a horror. So I hope I, they stick with that theme. I have no idea what they did. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I have to, and then I'll post and and I, I want to hear what everyone's think. I want to hear everyone's thoughts. If they want, they're going to say it hard pass. Let us know. Listen, man. I said this movie wasn't going to come out in theaters. If it does, it's going to be in there for a week and get pulled. This is a movie we're all going to forget about by the end of the year. They got to make money, brother. Kind of like Dark Phoenix, but worse. But if anything. And that was probably my number four. That was tough. For worse? If anything, bro. If anything. We got Maisie. (laughs) Got Maisie Williams in it. There's another actor I like in it. I can't remember right now. But I hope. That they stick with this horror thing. Yeah. I think I remember even Daisy like uh, in an interview saying like she remembered doing reshoots, but she didn't even understand it or something like that. I was Daisy. like, Ugh. Daisy Ridley? Or not Ma- Daisy, Maisie. or Maisie, 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 yeah. Daisy Maisie, never, never connected so with those like, thoughts. I was like, great, they're, re- they're really confident in this film. Yeah. Uh, in the box office, we're just going to skip it because we know Rise of Skywalker won, but it did pass $800 million. I am honestly... That very, low, very, right? very, very shocked that this is not a billion dollar movie yet. This is slow for me. That, yeah, that's it's again. I think it's over. It's great, but it's underperforming. Of course, I, I, dude. They're, they wanted a two million. They, I know they expected. People were saying two that. Billion. People were saying they had a shot to beat Endgame. I said no way, but people believed it. It's getting rocked in China. I mean, that just goes to show you that eight was seven was great. Seven was good. Seven was good. Oh no, seven was great compared to eight and nine. And then just the fallout of eight and nine, it's proofs in the pudding. Yeah, it, there are there are. It doesn't really hit with the Chinese audience, but it's getting rocked in China. And China has a billion fucking people. Yeah. It's a yeah. huge miss. It's a huge miss. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And the upcoming, skipping that for one more week because we just wanted to dedicate so much time to the other stuff coming. So we'll get back to our upcoming movies. We're all caught up. Yeah, we, you haven't missed anything if you've listened for the past couple weeks. We will start our upcoming again in episode one sixty eight as we go into television. We do have a review. Um, this is a show that I thought you would watch. 
but you haven't yet, which is cool. It's on the back burner. It's on, it's on the list. Oh, by the way, The Mandalorian Episode 8 from IGN scored a 9.2. So oh, they, I, did, they, I did see, I did see yeah, it. I saw they, someone's post. They loved that. But we have the review for the entire season one of Watchmen on HBO, a show that, again, I thought you'd be watching. You said, eh, maybe now you're and, a little and, bit back and, in. And, and if I did watch it, maybe it would have been on my uh, best TV shows of the year because I've been hearing nothing but great things. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, when I went to get this uh, review, some of it cut off. So uh, I'm just going to start with what I have. It lacks the comic's visceral impact, but it surpasses it in many ways, including an eye towards black history and its emotional intimacy. While it can't quite stick the landing, it also features several of the year's best TV episodes. Another success from showrunner Damon Lindelof. 8-5. Yes. Solid. That's a, that's a solid first season. Yeah, for sure. WandaVision is being moved up. We kind of teased something <clears throat> yeah. be coming to Disney Plus early. It's now being moved up to 2020. I imagine to meet the demand of people potentially canceling because the Mandalorian being done, which I don't know if that's actually real. Uh, but I think that's a hundred. I can see that 100% being true. Man, we have a year of nothing coming it's, it's in. A we, we need move. more than season that's, two of Mandalorian. That's some piss poor planning up front. Though. Oh, I agree. You thought that the backlog of Disney shit would get you through, but people maybe don't want that as much as they want the original content. And now we're going to get WandaVision sometime in 2020, although we don't know exactly when yeah we are going to eventually get it and the deathstroke series is coming soon i think it was i think it drops on the 6th yep january seed right yep january 6th cw seed um deathstroke uh i forget who's doing the voice it's actually a, a big god damn it i'm gonna look real fast because it actually is a um what are you expecting from a deathstroke animated series like the cw seeds like it's, it's pretty quick like what it's like a from uh they did um that one, oh, God damn. is it? Is it not full twenty minute episodes? Is it more like a quick hitter? I, I think it might be like a super quick. Is it fun? Yeah, like five minute episodes? Like Pokemon is doing that, where they're doing the five, seven five minute episodes to kind of catch you up on getting to the Galar region. Is that? I just can't. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's. Oh, it's voiced by Michael Chiklis. Excuse me, I, I was I, I couldn't get by that, but I, I'm in because the other CW show that they did, I one I think one was a Freedom Fighter and one was another chick. I can't think of her goddamn name. She's the, the necklace because her powers. God damn it, I can't think of her name. But I, again, I, I think CW is perfect. It's it's free. You don't have to pay for shit. You can go on CW and watch basically all their shows on CW Seed. And it's probably only going to be, like you said, maybe five, six episodes. Because whatever they did in the last superhero show, all the whole season made up one movie. So oh, wow. so the whole I think they'll release it all one shot. And then in like, you know, two months, bam, there's the Blu-ray. And I'll take over in the gaming space. We got AGDQ 2020 is this Saturday. Sunday. This I can't read. It says Sunday. I said Saturday. Don't know why I said it. <laughs> Starts on January 5th. Uh, goes one week, 24 hours a day, seven days in the week, Sunday through Saturday. No commercials, no breaks, speedrun marathon. We only talk about it three times a year, AGDQ, SGDQ, GDQX. Now we actually just had CGDQ this past weekend, three days, the 27th, 28th, 29th of the original first ever Games Done Quick. They redid it with new runners and all this stuff. So much fun to watch. But now we finally get the big boy, the biggest marathon of the year in the world. AGDQ 2020 going away from Virginia, going to Orlando, Florida, uh, because they're celebrating the big 10-year anniversary because this is the 10th ever GDQ or AGDQ, I'm sorry. Um, 
instead of going run by run, because we kind of did that, yeah. I actually just went through the schedule and I just highlighted a couple of the big ones for me. Um, just again, Sunday the 5th at noon Eastern is when the first run will start, 11.30 for the pre-show uh, a.m. So that's the day of the Eagles game. This will be tough because my first run that I'm looking forward to is at 6.45 at night. Yeah, Eagles, that's prime middle time. That's Eagles prime game. time Eagles, baby. And the second one is at 8.30, so uh, right after the Eagles game. So I'm either going to be in a great mood or a horrible yeah. one. Uh, the first one I'm looking forward to is a 100% race, three-player race of Super Mario Bros. 3. It's going to be hype oh, as shit. shit. 6.49 p.m. Eastern. And all these times are going to be estimated because sometimes the runners do uh, overestimate, go underestimate, and sometimes the times just get messed up. 8.13, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword in two hours and 30 minutes. Then on Monday, 10.01 a.m., Battletoads Double Dragon from Super Nintendo by Colin. 10.37, The Great Circus Mickey starring um, – sorry, The Great Circus Mystery starring Mickey and Minnie. I have that on Super Nintendo uh, in 25 minutes. Followed by at 11, 12 a.m., Donkey Kong Country 3 for Super Nintendo, 103%. So they're going over the Damn. full game. So I'm looking forward to that one on on Monday. Um, nothing else on Monday until The Outer Worlds, which is a brand new game. Any percent in 20 minutes, which means it's going to be broken to shit. They definitely found a bunch of out-of-bounds and skips. Uh, on that'll, that'll be wrapping up Monday. On Tuesday, nothing until 3 o'clock for me when uh, Super Castlevania 4 happens at four, for 45 minutes. And then right after that one, this is a big one. Two hours and ten minutes only. Gunner Maniac running any percent glitchless. Pokemon Sapphire. Looking forward Crazy. to some Gen 3 speed running. Then they're doing an 821, a Legend of Zelda series relay race with the first game. They say all, all the old retro Zelda games in one shot. Looking forward to that relay race on Tuesday. Wednesday, 213, the original Super Monkey Ball. Uh, all difficulties, no extra warpless. So looking forward to that in just a half hour to beat the entire monkey ball first game then after that uh the arcade version the arcade version the best version of teenage mutant ninja turtles the game wow. we pumped a shit ton of quarters into yeah. at the barcade 20 Took minutes all my money that's Tw- crazy. 20 minutes uh 920 cadence of hyrule which is a new switch game uh 10.08 Mega Man's four through six relay race in just two hours one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen 14 different runners doing a seven-person relay race. 17. Uh, That's cool, though. On Thursday, 11.07 a.m., Resident Evil 4, New Game Pro. Right after that, The Last of Us Left Behind DLC in seven minutes. (laughs) Jesus Christ. At 2.28, Marvel Spider-Man for PS4, the heist DLC in less than an hour. At 4.37. Thursday's a hype day for both of us because at 4.37... In two hours and 18 minutes, new game, Devil May Cry 5. Wow. 5. Brand new. Out. I just can't imagine being a death. Like, I, I, only, I don't even know if I want to. Like, that's <laughs> no. <laughs> just no. Uh, at at 11.20, any percent on PC. I've already seen this run. It's broken, but I still love it. It's my second favorite game of all time, Bioshock. Uh, that'll be a late night one. 10.08 on Friday, Celeste, the new Farewell Chapter 9 in 20 minutes. Um... This is probably my second most hype run, maybe my first hype run of the marathon because I've never seen this speed run with commentary. I've watched the run, but never with commentary. At 11.49 a.m. in four hours and ten minutes on Friday, WarTab runs Pokemon X and Y. Jesus Christ, four hours? X and Y. Never done at a GDQ, ladies and gentlemen. 7.04, Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker in only an hour and a half. 
let's see. At 10.30, this is hype. Super Mario 64 randomizer. That's right. You're playing Super Mario 64, but everything's random. You have no idea what is actually coming. You have to adjust on the fly. Wow. Watch that game and let that blow your mind. Then after that, Super Mario World, One Mind 11 Exit Co-op for tw- in 20 minutes. Then, like I said, I didn't know if X and Y was my most hype run or my second most hype run. That's because on Saturday at 5.47 a.m., in 50 minutes, the any percent version of Tony Hawk's Project 8, my favorite new-gen Tony okay. Hawk game. At 8.40 a.m. on Saturday, Bonk's Adventure, any percent, 33 minutes. And on Saturday, to end it, one, two, three, four, two of the last four games of the entire marathon at 5.44 p.m. In 25 minutes, all main tasks, Untitled Goose Game. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and in an hour and 15 minutes, the last super hype run for me, at least, you have a bonus game and Super Metroid Impossible in there. But a 4v4 blind relay race between Carl Sagan, Grand Pooh Bear, Pangea Panga, Barbary, uh, Barb, his name is Barb, Juz Cook, Ryukar, uh, Arator, and the Beast Super Mario Maker 2. Dude, that's a solid year. Well, people, or people, solid week. People, and there's shit on here that doesn't speak to me that may speak to other people. Um, but dude, what a fucking week we're gonna have at AGDQ 2020. I'm psyched. But speaking of Untitled Goose Game, it passes one million copies. Hey, I have no commentary. No, Just no. Claps. I mean, hey, I, I, I give him credit. How about what was the last item you purchased in 2019? Yo, 6.30, 7 o'clock p.m. on New Year's Eve. I'm going through IGN to look for notes and stories for our podcast because that's what I did to end the new year. And sometimes they'll have like daily deals yeah, and things like that. that. So like I find some things on there that I like. And be- lo and behold, free shipping, 35 bucks. Sega Genesis Mini. Oh, you, you did get it. So you have every Mini that came out. It'll wow. be here tomorrow. It'll be here today for those listening. You can't to the beat podcast. that price at all. Thirty-five. You bucks. stole that, dude. Are you kidding me? Couldn't do it. Uh, and then lastly, Pope Troy got a PS4. What game did you let him? You had to let him Uncharted. Hold on, before I did, before I did, he goes, "My brother bought me one for Christmas." Wow, Adam, nice, nice guy. Yeah. He goes, "It's got some baby on it." He got the death, death stranding. stranding. Oh my god, that's funny. That's <laughs> I was like, funny. skip was that like, game, folks. So he goes, "What is this fucking game all about?" He's not a gamer. He's oh, like, God. what the that, fuck is this game all about? That is not for him. And I was like, Pope, you're a glorified mailman. Just skip yeah. it. Dude. Just fuck it. It took everything no. to not put it on my worst list of the year. No, if, I only played seven hours. If I was him, I would trade that game in right now and try to get something else. I was 100%. like, dude, hang on to the console. Hang on to the box. Hang on to no, the game. No, that's keep cool. It in, keep it trade in the pa- game. Keep it in its packaging is what I said. Keep it everything perfect. Because yeah. in 20 years, you never know. Yeah. It's a Kojima game. Yeah, you never right. know. He could die in a fire. Right. All this shit could just buy another PS4. triple in value. Um... So I what what game did I lend him? I let him come down. I said I said Uncharted. So that, in, incorrect. Guess. I think you still have my fucking Uncharted. No, I, I, I only have I only have the yeah. I have I that. That's, that's the he one. came down here on Tuesday, and I showed him all my games. I said, take whatever you want besides Star Wars. Take anything you want. He said, my brother already has God of War, so I'm going to try that. Yeah. I was my a great recommendation. Yeah. I said Spider Man. He great. said, my brother already has that. He already has Death Stranding. And his brother already has Star Wars. So all the games I would say, like, now, go play. Hit it with Devil May Cry. I don't have it. Oh, thought you did. I have their HD things okay, for okay, Xbox. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I lent him the fucking Bioshock collection, baby. Dude, I had to be some of your favorites, so I, I assumed it was just Uncharted about Bioshock. I lent him all three Bioshocks 
uh, the PS4 HD remasters. I said, you go play the first one with you and Nikki with the lights off. It's creepy. It's awesome. And tell me you love it. He said, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. So, And then they went upstairs and like, is it two-player? We want to play together. I was like, nah. Nope. I can immediately one see them going. I can immediately see them going, yeah, we ain't going to play this. Nope. <laughs> I guess it's not two-player. Nope. They went and they played some Lego games instead. But my boy got a PS4. I'm happy for you, Ryan. We love you, buddy. Sam, it's on to our pick of the week. Pick of the week. Brought to you by our friends over at Liquid Death. Excuse me while I finish this water. Which is always our pick of the week. Go sell your soul for a free case of Liquid Death at liquiddeath.com. My pick of the week. I finished Narrow Shippuden. Oh, my God. 500 episodes down. There was 220 so episodes. So which one of them is your pick of the week? <laughs> it, 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 to me, okay, so I, I, I think I started this journey like two years ago. I started with Naruto. 220 episodes. Bam. Naruto Shippuden, 500 episodes. 720 episodes. I was like, I was that's why I, I pushed this show for so long because it was so daunting. But they told a great story. Naruto, definitely for kids. Naruto Shippuden, definitely for the adults. More violence, more fighting. But again, from the beginning, well, my only gripe, from the beginning of Naruto, he was going to be Hokage, which is basically the president of the, all the ninjas. He never gets it. At the end, like, he gets it in Baruto. So, for me to see him as Okage, I have to go watch Baruto, which is his son, Sasuke's son. I'm like, so now I'm just debating if I ever want to start that. Just because I heard it was like it was like a shittier version of Naruto. That's what someone was, advice of us was to me. I was like, oh, great. That's great to jump in the show. But I thought every character it's had... the Walking Dead of Naruto. But the Shippuden had a great, so many characters from... His trainers, uh, from his first trainer to his second, third, fourth, from the Grandmaster, from everybody. Every character had their moment to shine. And it wasn't just about, like, it, the show had a lot of heart. And you, you could feel it. And found out that the voice of Naruto was a chick this whole time. It was like a lady in her mid-40s. So I was like, huh, that's interesting. But I, I, I consider it, it's definitely one of the, the better animes. I, I don't think it would hit my top three. But it was definitely something that I think it's worth... It's definitely worth the watch. Believe it. Which is a Naruto quote. He says believe it a lot. I'm, I am almost positive other folks in this lifetime have said the words believe it. No, but he, like, if you watch the Naruto in 20, like 220 episodes, he goes, I'm going to be the next Okage. Believe it. I must have heard believe it a thousand times. <laughs> and I guarantee everyone will fucking agree with me. I went back to the 90s for my pick of the week. I saw this movie a couple years ago and I really liked it. And I recently watched Rounders, and I was like, holy fuck, man, Matt Damon's great. It reminded me how much I loved Rounders. So I went back, and I rewatched Goodwill Hunting. Uh-huh. What a great fucking movie. Yes, it is. What a great fucking movie. Just what a great fucking movie. And it was written by Matt Damon, and I think even Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. And I keep forgetting that those are Ivy League dudes, yeah. and they're incredibly smart. Like yeah. Robin Williams, great, fantastic in the movie. Uh, motherfucking, uh, what was he just in? Chernobyl. Fucking Chernobyl. The, oh, the, Boris the, the from Chernobyl yeah, is yeah. the teacher. Yeah. Skarsgård. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, what a great movie. It's two and a half hours, but it doesn't feel its length. I love Skylar. She's an excellent character. They fall in love a little too quick for me, and she cries a lot. But that's okay. I did, too, when I was that age. I love it. What's he saying? It's okay. It's okay. It, doesn't that it's the not line? your fault. It's not your fault. That's the line. Oh, God. It what gets me every time. That, what a that, scene. I, yeah. that's, 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 and that's I'd like to think the whole 
I gotta go see about a girl thing inspired about a girl from the Academy is the song. Yeah, yeah like, I, I would I would like to think I that. would like to think Just, that that's not well, a be prepared because that's that's a tearjerker. That that's it's a tearjerker. A, it's a great fucking movie, and this episode was a tearjerker because it's over uh, almost two and a half hours Ooh. in length. Um, and it didn't feel its length, I hope, because we had a lot of fun. Our awards, our wish list, our two spoiler casts of everything Star Wars. You're either going to love us or you're going to fucking hate yeah. us after this one. But thanks for sticking in there. We'll see you next week for episode 168. 2020, baby. Let's go. Let's go, Eagles. <laughs>